Ooh. Holy <laughs> shrikes. <laughs> oh my God. Hey yo, hey yo. Yeah. After like a little hiatus, it's been, it feels like it's been forever, but it's been like over a week since we recorded. Yeah. yeah. This, this is going to be funny. Imagine yeah. somebody's like binge watching it. And yeah. They're, <laughs> they're, they're like, no gonna, time has passed for me. <laughs> they're not going to be able to tell. We're time traveling. Uh, hi, folks. <laughs> um, I am one of your co-hosts. This is uh, Trent something something i'm here with <laughs> lucas custom hey, hey. This, is and the, this is christian uh artist named eclectic sage we love hey. that yeah and he only dances on electric stages yes we love yes. that yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because whenever i perform they'd be like electric stage and i'll be like yes that's me <laughs> and, then, and then in my first song it's like it's um it's all about like my name and how how like it's not a like origin story thing but like um i shout my name out a lot in the song so then after the song everybody knows my name and i feel like that's important for artists to kind of be able especially when you're starting like Mm -hmm. i was watching this drake interview and he's like enjoy the moment where you're like you're unknown so Mm -hmm. i've been i've been having a blast (laughs) 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 he's like he's like electric stage yes that's me (laughs) i just walk up to the mic like yeah i love that yeah, no. yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know your lyrics have your name in them. Yeah, but well, that first song did. But I wrote that song when I was like seventeen. So as the time of recording, I'm like twenty one. Oh so. wow. Okay. He's got uh quite the backlog there. Yeah. No, I only got two songs out right now. Are they on streaming platforms? Yeah, they are. Uh, what? No, no plugs. No plugs. No plugs. Oh, no, <laughs> no, 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 fuck that. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I have. I mean, two of them are on SoundCloud. The second one, okay. "Getting Off," is my favorite song. Um, What's I it called? "Getting Off." Getting Off. Okay. Yeah. So that one I wrote about. Um, I wrote off? no, 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 no. It was like getting off of work. Oh. So so um, so it's basically um, it's kind of like. Not a plea, but like <laughs> a request. <laughs> and it's basically to who? So this was a, a secret, secret, secret story. So this person came up to me in in the store that I work at, and they were like, "Oh yeah, let me get like your Instagram and whatnot." So okay. I was just like, "What?" That was so crazy, and that was the first time I was like approach, approach. And I was like, "Whoa!" So then, um, yeah. So we started talking for a little bit, and then they ghosted me for a little bit, and I was like. Okay. Wait, somebody that you work with? No, 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 no. Not oh. that not that I work with. This was just like a random person. It was funny because they did an online order and then they had to come back to the store having mm-hmm. after ghosted me. <laughs> so, oh. then I, so then that was very okay. awkward. <laughs> As it should be. As so it should be. Yeah. And then they were like, Oh yeah, my fault. I saw your messages, but I gotta respond. I was like, Oh okay. no, oh no. Modern day. That was like, oh man. Modern, uh, modern. How'd you story. respond? It's like, nah, you know, I have to. <laughs> yeah, I was good. like, I was like, nah, you good, you good. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, back to the song. So, um, the song is about, um, song is about like, hey, whenever you have free time, like when you're getting off of work, we can just, uh, we can just meet up and be like, let's take it slow, and let's just like get to know each other. Mm. So yeah. So, it's so a where is song. this one at? This one's on SoundCloud. So okay. this one, this one is featuring my friend, uh, Jules from the X. So okay. Ooh. My my favorite collaborator. Features. Yeah, we love that. And that's that that could be found via uh, Eclectic Sage getting off. Uh, it SoundCloud, was just me. So Google on search? SoundCloud is just Eclectic. I have to change it to Sage. Eclectic okay. Sage, but oh, Eclectic. Why, why is the Sage missing? Oh, the Sage came after. Sage came oh. after. Oh, yeah. Okay. Secret, secret. Oh, Lord. like, secret like uh, Andre three thousand. The Andre three thousand didn't come till what. Uh, Either Equimini or Stankonia. Oh, I didn't even know. Like that. he didn't tag the three thousand. It was just Andre. 
Whoa. Like Andre I Benjamin. Wonder who, who Sometimes he has that. features like that. I wonder who gave him that. Three stacks? The story behind that. Oh. I wonder. Because they call him three stacks, like as a slang. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But that didn't come to a way later. How's everybody been? Since we've uh, I've been good, man. Yeah. I've been good. Yeah, just like staying real busy. I just finished this really incredible piece that uh, you can see over there in the distance. Yeah, let's see, let's see. Yeah, which Ooh, is crazy. okay. My fault. Uh, wait, wait. It's like wait. in the middle drawer right there. But yeah, for the listeners at home. Whoa! Can, uh, can I pull I the just draw? Made this fleece. You sure can, <laughs> dude. Yeah, go for it. I'm excited. Hold up. Um, this is not. This is not a uh, scripted. He pulls the draw out hesitantly. Like I feel oh. like it needs narration. Hey. <laughs> Ooh, some ASMR. Yeah. For so I like Ooh. got it wrapped up in plastic. That's a thick you hear that plastic Whoa. crinkle and everything. Whoa! This is so far. I wish Thanks, the listeners man. could see. Yeah, you can try it on whenever. Whoa, try uh, it on. Sure. Yeah. Oh my god. It hold might up. be kind of difficult up. right now. I mean, hold up. Let me not set it on the floor, but let me pull my mic down. Hold on. I got you. But I've been, uh, yeah, I've just been like working really hard on that. Lately, I've been sleeping, dude, like 12 to 5, which yeah. is like not not too great. Um, but once I'm like in the flow of it, then I don't know. It always just catches up with me later. Hey, so far, Christian likes it. Yo, that's Polar Tech, too. So literally the same exact material that a Denali is made with. Are we still are we still recording? Oh yeah, we're recording. Oh, beautiful. we're recording. Yes. What about uh? What about first, you, Diz? What are you first try on on the show? Whoa! Ooh. You can so you can like push that little zipper buffer in a little bit, and you can. Uh, <laughs> All right, you look cozy. Whoa! How does it this feel? this is amazing. Yo. Wow! This, this is home, really tell great. Them, tell them so, how it feels. So um, as a side note, I have my fleece that I wear all the time. And this one is very, very comfortable as well. So I, I love, I love my fleeces. Even though, uh, as a time of recording, it is really hot outside. It is. <laughs> Yo, if you want, Ooh. you can, you can look at it in the mirror in the bedroom. Whoa, hold That's up. It's pretty sick. But uh, yeah, what about you, Diz? What have you been uh, doing? What have I been doing? Um, so I've been sick. What? Oh, sheesh! Uh, yeah, you did come like down with something, sick. right? I think it was like the flu or something. I caught it because I went to a, a um. I don't know. There's a couple different ways I caught it. When I'm at work, I never take my mask off. Okay. Uh, but I went to a escape room with some friends. Such a weird concept. I still don't understand. It's escape room. essentially what it is: is you get locked in a room and you have to. So it's like a, it's a game. Okay. It's but uh, like, where does it? Where does it go from there? So I mean, so essentially, you get locked in a room. You get a scenario. Our scenario was like. You're in a bank, and you got to find clues and solve puzzles to get out. <clears throat> so I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it, it's it's essentially it's a game where you have to you have to be clever and it tests you. It makes you feel stupid because you fucking because you're like, oh, that was the clue the whole time, and you're like taking stuff off the wall when you're not supposed to, and then you like we you have like that's not a clue. Don't break that. Like the voice of God comes on and tells you. But I mean, it's it's it, they're really fun. I've done a couple. Uh, I have. Uh, well, I put it on. I put it on in the background. I've never like sat down and watched it. I like to put like random movies that seem mediocre on in the background, so I can just like tune in on the interesting parts when I'm doing stuff. Okay. <laughs> like for the escape room, though, I don't. I don't. I don't get it because it's like. I just didn't know that was a sought out experience. Like I didn't know that people like to like be up against a challenge where they have to escape something yeah I it's mean, like you might as well be like i don't know 
pulling heavy things from underwater or something. It's like I, I would mean, never guess that like I, I mean, it'd it's be a not, sought out experience. It's like it's like, like simulated let's go danger. pick up like rocks. There from, you like, go. The, like simulated danger. Like simulated it's, it's like that's, or like that's bizarre. Though. Or like I playing a video game or watching know. a movie. It's just the, the interaction is different. You, you know? know what also trips me out? Like some weird shit I don't understand is uh, like the scream rooms or like. <laughs> All right, here's a bat. Here's like glass. Here's a few yeah. mirrors. Here's some bottles. I'm actually like, gonna do that too. Go that sounds like a future out. episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, a homie of mine, a homie of mine, is doing a uh, break bar for his birthday next month, and he wants okay. me to come out. So I'm gonna do that. Where so you, like, what drink. is if an escape room is synthetic danger? What is a it's, break room? It's it's a uh, cathartic. Cathartic. Yeah, like you can release okay. your anger. You can break stuff. You can scream. You can do all that stuff. That's so, yeah. crazy. Con- controlled but, and, um, I guess allowable violence. There I you guess, go. Acceptable. Yeah. yeah. Acceptable violence. We all, as a society, we all feel so tamed. You know, we all feel so held back that that kind of, you know, we 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 just always feel pent up because we always have to to not be real and not be honest so you know we all feel like we have all this pent up passion and aggression and all that so that's 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 one of those ways to get it out yeah you know? i guess that's one outlet it's the essential of like going <laughs> in the middle of a field and yell yeah i don't but know. i wouldn't feel like gratified I, well like <laughs> have you ever done like, it no I <laughs> have, you, have like, you ever screamed in the woods but like my i feel like i would like probably just like my anger would be like very alive and I would just have like a scratchy throat from yelling. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, well, that sounds fun. That sounds fun. You know what? That sounds like and a I future haven't tried episode it. experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while we're, while we're breaking in. Yeah. yeah just but like, but no, go ahead. No, I don't, I don't think, I, I think there was, um, they were like, Oh yeah, this is questionable in terms of like, is this a positive psychological outlet for like your aggression? To yeah. See, to that's thing. what I'm thinking. Um, so there, there are critics of it. Um, I'll save that for when the actually when we actually experience it, and then we could do like some research. Oh or yeah, 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 yeah. That's definitely that 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 can be a before and a after. But no, yeah. back on um, yeah, I was sick. Like I was bad, and I, it actually sent me into a depression too. Oh, really? Because I was yeah. Because I started doing doubles again. Because every Ooh. we well. So all right, so back to the beginning. There are two ways I got it. It was either from the escape room or I had a manager meeting where my boss was sick and I stupidly like we went down in a small room and i took off my mask so people oh, can man. hear me talk and then i was sick after that and it got like bad but i didn't take off of work i didn't use any of my sick time and every, eventually everybody got sick and i was the only one who didn't call out and i started Whoa. doing doubles to cover for other people while then, you were sick yeah wow. while i was sick because that's that's, that's the kind of idiot i am um no. uh but yeah so i was like it's i'm just now starting to feel better like it's taken like What's two sickness? weeks to recover i think it was Goodness. the flu i'm not sure because that was one of my co-workers had <laughs> yeah. wow you guys might hear me cough i'm gonna turn my mic off every time i cough because <laughs> uh, cough. it's like hard to to talk for elongated periods of time without uh yeah. coughing. it's really weird that's weird know? one of my friends too he was just talking about how he had like a, just like an extended yeah like kind of Sickness yeah, it's it's terrible. But I've been feeling better. I've been um. That's good. I've been uh, me and my brother have been tag teaming. He's gonna release a book. Whoa, that's so, so we've fire! Been, we've been trying <laughs> to figure out the different ways to get it published, and uh, yeah. I would so love I've to been, hear about that. Experience. I'm talking. I'm talking to a publishing consultant right now. Wow. But also, he has another avenue he wants to try. Um. And yeah, we've got a bunch of different ideas we want to do. And um, 
I'm <laughs> I need to start pushing myself on my own projects because I'm always like my collaborative projects always happen, but my uh, personal projects don't. It's out of still. Hey, but I mean, yeah, Drake was on a, Drake was on a feature run until he had his own <laughs> stuff. I was telling Lucas, it sounds like hey, he was I call I call it he was on hook duty. Like he had true. Um, Say something or whatever, whatever from Timberland. Yeah. Say something, baby. Say yeah. something. Like, sorry, monetization. If we <laughs> ever get it. <laughs> but yeah, like he was on that. He was on Aston Martin Music. He was like on that. Such a good song. Did like a little feature run, and then like you know, then when his stuff came around, he was headlining. It was I might be too strong. Auto compliments. Overdose on confidence. <laughs> and he was just he was just keep on going. If you can't tell, Christian has been on an insane Drake run lately. I have. He I literally have. has. <laughs> just, it was I, last I'm week. I'm just happy somebody compared me to Drake. I hey. like that. Hey. Yeah, I, I, yo, shouts out to that. The first <laughs> shout out of the episode. Wait, you wait. Know. I'm on the wrong one. Okay, there it is. Hey. <laughs> what up, Wilhelm? Shouts out to I know for a fact you were like sitting at home. Like, Sorry, Wilhelm. <laughs> he, he was sitting. He was sitting at home and like, come and rescue me. <laughs> you know, I I heard that song uh, like on an actual really loud speaker the other day, and I was like, oh, like this actually sounds pretty good. Oh, Christian okay. was trying to convince me. I don't know if you heard Search and Rescue. Search and Rescue. Uh, no, man, I this haven't. is gonna date this pod in the future. Oh it yeah, just came out. But um, that's fun though. I don't know. Just Very a, a new new Drake single, but. Christian's like, yo, you gotta check it out. I like the that. melody. <laughs> like, there's something about oh, somebody it. Somebody was telling me about that at work, and I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then nah. I, I heard it. <laughs> I heard it yesterday. And given yeah, I always no. heed Christian's musical advice and insight <laughs> with with great, you know, value. Um, but the new Drizzy one didn't catch me, and I heard. It. I was like, you know what? Okay. I heard mm. like the bass, like actually you know hit and all the other elements that you can't hear via my shitty wire headphones <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah who still uses wired but um uh other than that yeah i've been i've been struggling with my mood lately and so now mm. i'm looking into treatments for depression really what yeah. like a like the classic uh, like uh i mean i've done therapy before i really need to go back to therapy i love therapy yo i'll i'll match you on that Ooh. I've never been in therapy, but I, I would try it out. Therapy I would is, give a therapy try. is amazing. But what? Would you right go therapist? like the pharmaceutical route? Um, I was looking into, honestly, I was looking into uh, ketamine treatments. Whoa. Like, I was, like the lady was supposed to call me yesterday. You know, um, I'm sorry, continue. Nah, but she never hit me up. So I, I was she in a, she was in a K-hole. She couldn't. <laughs> no, <I'm> just, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> sorry. She was rolling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's just, oh God, there's something I gotta do today. Oh. Yeah, she's like, oh, come actually, <laughs> <rescue> <laughs> Uh, um, but no, I've heard I've heard actually pretty interesting things about that. I don't know um, if you ha- if you're familiar with Andrew Huberman. He's a Stanford um, neuroscientist, I believe. Mm. Uh, but anyways, he was uh, there was this. Uh, he he has a pretty popular podcast, but he was he had one on like depression, mm-hmm. and uh, he was talking more of like the uh, or a chapter of the the episode was just about the. Um, psychedelic aspect of like treating depression and whatnot yeah. and that was that was a part of it i believe like mdma which is like ecstasy on mm-hmm. street use 
uh, psilocybin, which is, uh, you know, magic mushrooms. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Uh, one, and I believe it was ketamine. That one hasn't really been explored all the way yet. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it's heated some pretty. Yeah, well, that was one of the things that, that piqued my interest. I've heard a lot about, uh, you know, psychedelics um, and the treatment for depression in there. Their lasting effects, and that's what I'm interested in, lasting effects. Especially because, like, I mean, you're coming from a sober mind state, too, you know? And I think that that could be so valuable. And, like, whenever you're guided, like, you have a guide or, you know, what have you, um, to, like, lead you through that experience, yeah, I think that could be incredibly powerful. Absolutely. But, I mean, other than that, um, like I said, just trying to, just writing my personal projects out, and Mm -hmm. then now... Right now, it's pretty soon. I'm gonna put the uh, the uh, the wheels on the pavement and get those right. I was riding on the way over here. I'm excited to sit hey, down and great. visit that when I get home. But what's what's what's, what's been going on with you, Mr. Sage? Oh man, so photography. I was just talking about this before. I filled up my Lightroom. If anyone, <laughs> if anyone is a photographer, they're gonna be laughing. They're gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, no digital storage." Yeah, I used all my cloud storage, <laughs> e hundred gigabytes, fourteen thousand photos. I have to sort through all of them. Jeez. I did not create a naming system. This is terrible. This is terrible. <laughs> oh, you didn't. You didn't name your files. I I, I have I have them separated by folder okay, and date. Okay, okay, but that's fine. That's fine. You don't name them. Have you edited any of them? I have edited a few, and then okay. I have an edited folder. So I'm like, I'm not completely terrible, but at the same time, Lightroom when you use cloud, not like the Lightroom Classic, mm-hmm. it it moves all your photos to like that all photos bin. And <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's usually where I like to edit from. I don't like going into the individual folder to then edit the thing. Because I, I just do, dump all the work on me. Yeah, and it's just like, oh my gosh, I really have to look through my all photos. And then I have to figure out how to delete them. I tried putting one folder to Google Drive. My Google Drive was like, pay now, pay now, pay now. Like it was flashing red. It didn't even let me send emails out i was like okay what? so that's not gonna work wow yeah i <laughs> yeah, keep deleting like, stuff and i still my google drive is still full. it said 15 gigabytes only and then it was just and i didn't even think the file fold i thought it was gonna be five gigabytes for got an extra 85 i was shooting in raw though so that was my fault yeah yeah that'll that no, 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 no. You, you, you're supposed to shoot in raw yeah yeah, do yeah. You. get those unprocessed i do like i love files. that little thing that it does like when you're editing and then it has like the pixels change when you put the little filter on it people yeah. like if you look if you're really deep into photography and you use lightroom and you go from adobe color to adobe landscape and then you just see the little color switch i'm just like oh my god please yeah my fault that's like a that's like a very niche thing <laughs> but um no, but that that sounds like a good problem. That means you've been you've been creating, you've been working. Oh so yeah, that's awesome. Working has uh, explains it. I've been working so photography, recording music, um, working at school, doing school projects. Like I have a coding assignment um, where you have to like process files and then put them into like uh, they have like data structures. So you use something called a hash map, and it's basically like putting stuff in a bucket and then trying to put it back out. Mm. Uh, I know somebody that's coding is like, that's not the right one. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't coding like you can kind of like get away with like doing it in your own artistic manner, so to speak? Yeah, there's an art. Or is there a strict black and white like you have to do it this way? So it's very it's very freeform. I feel like I feel like it's like, yes, you know. I, I love I love freeform as a side note. That's I'm freeforming my hair. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So um I love the word freeform. Anyways, um yeah, as far as coding goes, I feel like it's an art. 
Um, I feel like um, there are strategies in how you organize it, but everyone's code is going to look different and how they approach things is going to look different. They do have like templates, mm -hmm. um, but songs have templates. So what if, <laughs> yeah. what if somebody yeah. was just like really cold at coding, like off of YouTube? Could they get a job in the yeah, coding they could. field? Really? They could. Yeah. Just like your skills are just like, I mean, incredible. Like they yeah. like, I don't know who. who but I mean, that's what any skill. I mean, you just, made, true. You just made a whole like. Fleece, you could get a job <laughs> making fleece, making fleeces, hey. designing fleeces. But like, I, I would how to think, make a fleece. I yeah. would think that like such a like kind of prestigious, like high paying gig, like something in the tech field, where they'd be like, okay, you gotta have that, like bachelor's or what have. I feel like designer like that, like is a little bit more lenient. Some like senior positions, but honestly, okay. when you're like first, it's getting more. Um, it's still an emerging field. Like it's still yeah. Like it has like the. I think out of most of the job fields, it has the highest like growth perspective, meaning oh, that wow. like in the future is going to be like the most requested thing, especially with the AI. Shout out our AI episode. Go check Shout out, out to AI, AI episode. Yeah. <laughs> run it, it back. Up. Run it Give back. It up. We will. We will definitely be um, going back and forth to that. Oh yeah, there's Certainly. been a lot of developments in that. There have been a lot of things, and I think. Uh, um, as time goes on, we'll just keep on peering in and out. Um, True. First yeah. episode we'll, will be, we'll we'll be our revisit. theme. General we'll thoughts. open that door and pop, pop our heads back in. Yeah. So, right. uh, so, yeah. Speaking of uh, episode topics here, Trent, what do we got today? We Ooh. have the art that saved me. Um, essentially, the idea is, uh, especially us being artists, we all yeah. have art that has impacted us and changed our perspective. And, and, pushed us to new heights or essentially saved us, helped us get through tough times. Uh, mm. And that's what we're talking about today. Uh, so we're going to start with Lucas. We're going to start with Lucas. Yes. From the hip. You know, I'm a straight from the hip guy. No notes prepared. Hey, Got hey. it all in the, <laughs> somewhere in the back of the dome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll ease in here, you know, comfortably. Um, yeah, I think it comes as no, as no surprise here. I'd have to say, uh, you know, given art that saved me is, is a pretty broad spectrum. And to me that applies to really all aspects of life. Mm -hmm. Um, and in this, in this case, I would have to say none other than James Dean, man. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. Well, Shouts well, out to in. James like, Dean. And as I hear y'all and bounce off more ideas, like, you know, whether it be more, not even necessarily more important, less important, but more things will come to mind. But, um. Yeah, you know, I, I'm a huge, huge fan um, of this man's body of work um, mm -hmm. for, for a number of different reasons. And I, I think that, um, you know, one potent thing that comes to mind immediately was um, just like the artistic drive, uh, the vision, mm -hmm. the, the, the grounds that had yet to be charted. Uh, for me, that's something really exciting. I mean, coming out of... Uh, Ooh, geez, Christian, that was World War II, 1950s? Uh, like 1945, I think. Yeah, World it, War II it ended. Okay. So it was like, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah, like five-ish. Yeah. So uh, a, a post-World War II like, world where everything is super like black and white, white picket fence, everything's cookie-cutter, like you listen to your parents, to have like some sort of, uh, for lack of a better word, like rebellious, like artful character emerge from like just like the ashes of that monotony i think is really really exciting and of course there's a number of different like figures aspects outlets that mm -hmm. also contributed to that time but for mm -hmm. me i think it's just very well embodied and encapsulated uh in this actor um 
And again, something that uh, that I read recently, because um, I just read a uh, a book that I was showing y'all about his photography and his yeah. body of work. Yeah. Uh, that was actually found under his bed, uh, and they were still in negatives. So they oh, remained wow. in the negative form for like 50, 60 years. Wow. Um, but uh, but anyways, mm. um, it w- it was just kind of shedding light and insight. Um, you know, he <laughs> he notoriously again, James Dean. He notoriously had like personal beef and personal vendettas with like jack warner oh, of damn. warner brothers <laughs> yeah and like honestly that's so sick too like, i didn't even know that the little like 14 year old skater in me is like so hyped on the rebellion aspect yeah 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 but like they would always give him a tough time because he wouldn't do interviews like he wasn't into the hollywood crowd um and that was actually like a serious goal of his was to uh not only become a director but also like be able to uh he wanted to build a production company like outside of Hollywood uh, interest. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I mean, in, in a not necessarily morbid way, but like just the fact of or excuse me, not the fact, but like the possibility of what could have been um, with with him, I think is also it's it's really like almost inspiring in a sense. Like it yeah. all it really makes me want to drive to like do everything that I can like in my, you know, who knows how long of, of time because you never know and and to go out truthfully like such a i don't know kind of badass is sick too like he was like a also a race car driver like how left field is what? that yeah so many hats literally so many hats and like to excel in all of them too is is just so like i don't know it's just so cool to me and obviously yeah. many different innumerable figures throughout time have like had you know, remarkable achievements and whatnot. But again, for me, I think... But I mean, that that's the one that's special to you. Exactly, yes. So, so question, what Let's was your it. what was your first interaction with James Dean? How did you discover I think the Dean? it must have been... So check it out. There was actually, prior to moving to New York, there was a job that I had at this warehouse, humongous warehouse. I mean, I couldn't even tell you the square footage. I remember place. that job. Okay, really? <laughs> yeah, uh, and, I remember you telling and me And I that. like... Uh, there were like four other people that worked there. Two of them were managers and they're like, and the job was so simple. I was simply saving up money to move to New York city. And the job itself was so simple. They would fucking bring in an 18 wheeler, open the back, clear it out. That was it. That was all you had to do. That was all you had to do. And like, but check it out. They were so cool though, because whenever there was nothing to do, they're like, look, you can go out wherever you want in this warehouse, but if the boss comes and he sees you, you're fucked. Like you're out. <laughs> but he's like, look, outside of that, just don't get caught. So in that in that time window and all this extra time that I had, um, I started just like deep diving, digging around into like old old films and whatnot, and I came across uh, Rebel Without a Cause, um, and it just like I don't know, just hit me like a lightning bolt. Really, I I really couldn't even tell you. I think it's just like. I mean, y'all know me, but like, I go on really deep dives of people. Like, yeah, you, yeah, you do. You do. Like, <laughs> I don't even know who it was before. Like, but I'll just get like latched onto something and just like you know get everything I can out of it. Um, that it sounds like I like use people or something, but, <laughs> but <laughs> technically we're all users. So yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that that's a great point. Um, but yeah, I, I saw Rebel Without a Cause. I thought like I thought it was just so fantastic for. For a number of reasons. I mean, I really like, um, you know, one one like format of films that I really appreciate, uh, which I didn't even consider until later. But I really love when a film is like over like 24 hours. You know what I mean? 
for example, super bad. You know how it's all uh, like oh one yeah, it's all continuous. like the, yeah, yeah, and you're really like a part of like what's going on. So you like those exciting. Odyssey type of like. Films. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Who else did that? I mean, uh, I don't know. There's there's been a ton, but anyways, Rebel Without uh, a Cause is I think over. Crank. That's a play. Crank. <laughs> oh, is that the one all first person when he's like? <laughs> no, 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 oh, no. no, no. Okay. That's the one with Bruce Willis, right? No, no, no. Crank was Jason Statham. Right? Oh okay. yes, yes. Oh, yeah. When he falls out the sky and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. that, that came out when I was like what five or something. <laughs> that was oh damn. Crazy yeah, that was crazy. But. Uh, <laughs> Shout out Crank. Um, yeah, but, shout uh, out to Jason Statham. Jason Statham too. That movie's crazy. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, and, and from that, I think that uh, yeah, my my interest just kind of grew. And again, I mean, as as you said, Trent, he wore many hats: a race car driver, director, photographer, actor. He was in theater. Um, he's fucking around out here in New York City, like you know, downtown Manhattan in the 1950s. Um, yeah, he's also like from the Midwest, where technically I'm from too. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think it's cool. And also, uh, again, there's just such a uh, an untimely allure and mystique and mystery around like, ah, like what could have been. You know yeah. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. 24 years old. So much potential. Yeah, so much potential. Years old, wow. And uh, also people and I guess to kind of sum it up would be like people that really and again, completely subjective manner. Uh, but people that really like write their names in stone throughout history, I think is really like a beautiful thing. And like as far as like these like merely earthly bodies will take us like to really like leave your mark, I think is like such uh, an incredible and valuable and like successful thing. What do you where would you suggest people start with if they were looking to get into James Dean? You know. Yeah. I would say it's crazy. I like have answers for this shit. Like I could be <laughs> on like a panel. For, no, but that just uh, shows you like no, you really love the art. For absolutely, real. that's a great point. Um, I would say hands down introduction. Uh, look into his body of work that he did with Dennis Stock. Um, mm, Dennis no. Stock was also an incredible photographer. Um, based in New York City, he worked for Life Magazine. But I'm sure you, you know whenever there's that photo of him like walking through the rain in Times Square. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not seen super it, so like iconic it. photo. But um, anyways, he shot that with him. Um, oddly enough, too, there was a film, I think, in like 2015 uh, where Robert Pattinson played Dennis Stock, the photographer, and then another guy played James Dean. But anyways, they made like a Whoa. film about oh, nice. their relationship. Yeah. But the body of work is just is just really incredible. And I think like, yeah, I, I, I truly implore anybody listening to like check out their body of work. Quick Google search. Um and I mean, as we were discussing earlier, I think through the lens of like photography, you can really get insight as to like who somebody is, and perhaps you'll kind of see what I saw. Hmm. What? Um, so, what? I guess creative lessons are you extracting from his work and implementing into that's your a, own, if if yeah. if any? And, yeah, how, you know, and how did that save your life? That's that's <laughs> a great question because oddly enough, as I think about it, like I'm not even particularly into any of his mediums. You know, I'm not an actor. I'm not a race car driver. I'm mm-hmm. not a director. Um, but I think it's just like the like sheer determination and drive. And that's also like a youthful aspect as well to where you're like you got your hands in so many different moving parts. It doesn't matter if you're going to be good at them or not. It doesn't matter if you're going to get anywhere with it. Like it's just about doing it. Um, and that's something that um I think that he probably did pretty damn well. Um, just like being out there. Um, yeah, getting your hands dirty. Also not being afraid to like do whatever the heck you need to do <laughs> to, yeah. to make it. 
Um, James <clears> Dean <throat> sponsored by Nike. Hey. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, and also like just to look cool too, dude. Like to be a handsome guy, like what more could you want? Or not? No, I'm mean, obviously you could want a lot more, but uh, just to have like a natural finesse, a natural presence, like um, be photogenic, like but also be even more photogenic on the opposite side of the camera. You know, where you're the one taking the photos and they look good. Um, and also again, like just like the question of uh, like what could have been. To me, that just kind of like shines light on like the fact that you need to like go out and get it. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like, there's a lot of people who who sadly didn't. Um, again, countless people, but he's he's a pretty important one as far as I'm concerned. But um, yeah, I, I I just think that um, I don't know. There's so much to learn too. That's another thing. Like. Mm-hmm. Also, like, I'll come up on new photos of him, and I'm like, dude, I don't even have this many photos of me. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, and yeah. like, we gotta get more photos of you. I gotta guess get more so. Photos of Lucas. <laughs> I guess I, ha- so. I have a lot, but like, <laughs> to also like, and it, it, it's just, it's also just kind of like that, like, that, that, like, kind of it person quality, where like everything they do is just like fucking cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, effect, yeah. like, mm-hmm. shout out Pharaoh. Like, he's honestly another person. Shout like, out shout out to Pharaoh. Yeah. 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 Give him his flowers. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to not, yeah. We'll, we'll get him on. He's secret foreshadowing. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> who is this Pharaoh? <laughs> who is Pharaoh? But like, yeah, somebody that's just like I don't know, just has like finesse, has grace, looks good doing it, uh, produces great work. That's. I don't know all traits that I would I would gravitate toward that thing. So back yeah. to uh, Young Sage's question: How did that save you? How did that save you? Think? Me? I, I, can ha- um, I have like a, a, a little slight impression. I think. Um, well, I really want to hear your your impression, Christian. But I think that uh, how did that save me? I mean, I think it just like it just showed me that like it's possible you know what i mean like it's possible to like whether it be like write your name in history or do something very like memorable or um yeah even just the fact that like it's yeah just like your artistic endeavors are are possible um i'd say that's one aspect of it um and it's more so not necessarily like one like draw the line this is where it saved me but it's just like it's more of just like a continuous push forward i guess you could say Mm -hmm. um and again, like me being a person that really loves like deep dives and like reading about people, whether it be like Napoleon or Paul McCartney or James Dean or, you know, whoever it is. Um, yeah, there's always just so much to learn and so much to keep digging and like finding more stuff out about and really everything in between. So I would say it's, yeah, not necessarily like it saved me in this definitive way, but it like, I'd say it continuously saved me, we could say. Just by the the kind of ever present push forward, like a that source it, of yeah, inspiration that it brings. Exactly, yeah. Does, yeah. it didn't save me. It saves me. Hey, ah, we spit, we spit, we spit. <laughs> what, what was your uh, in, in summary? What was your what was your take, Christian? Uh, my impression is that um, like uh, like Trent said, it gives you constant inspiration and everything, and also you just love like the ethos, and I feel mm-hmm. like. Um, you're kind of just tapping into like the soul of a person, just kind of mm, just for sure, man. Just enjoying the the presence of the person. Absolutely, even though they're not here, it's it's, yeah. it's really an interesting thing. Which is which yeah. is like the movie Coco. You got to remember the Coco. name. <laughs> <laughs> at what at what age did he die? Did uh he, he was twenty four. He was twenty September thirtieth, nineteen fifty five. I want to say. Oh wow! wow. Yeah, that was like um, three days after my birthday. There well, was I wasn't really. Born, no. but Dang, you, you remember soon. when that happened? I do. I, I was like, <laughs> no, not but James this, uh, no. There was a dude 
trying to take a left. He was a uh, he was like a uh, what do you call it when you do like AC work? Uh, like uh, anyways, yeah. He was a student. Anyways, this guy tried to take a left. He was in his Porsche. I think there was like only he had like one of like the seventy five Porsches that were in the United States at the time. Um, anyways, head on collision. Wow, broke his neck. Just like totally cashed out. Yeah, didn't make it, but 24 years old, man. That's crazy. And he lived such a life. Yeah. uh, No shout out to reckless drivers. You get no shout out. Not at all. Oh, and the thing is, is like the guy that he was in the the wreck with, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Middle of nowhere, California. He was actually going to a race. Um, But the, the gentleman that he collided with, yeah, if Dean was 24, this guy's name was Donald Turnipseed. He, uh, he was never held. What a last name! Turnip seed. Turnip seed. Yeah. He uh he was never held like accountable for it. Uh, he did one interview where he like spoke on it the next day in like the local paper. After that, complete recluse. Like his entire life, never spoke about it. Never granted interviews. There's like one photo of him online. Uh, but if I'm not mistaken, he like built. He passed away in like. 95 i think again granting no access to it but he uh he built like an incredibly successful like electrical company but never granted any interviews and also side note that's another thing that's really interesting too is like all of his contemporaries and like colleagues like they're all passed away now so it's like what we have is what we have it's it's essentially a finite but like infinite pool of like information and content and and so forth but um Oh. 24 I, yeah that's really tragic say, where do you think he would have he would have how do you see his trajectory if, oh, uh, how exciting alive? i mean dude another side note john lennon himself quoted saying like the beatles wouldn't have existed if it wasn't for james dean which is fucking crazy hmm, can you wow. imagine like what is what is rolling that, what into that the yeah. 60s uh what well you know so um again don't let me don't let me get started, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, so there was a there was a beetle cook. there was a beetle that passed away. Uh, his name was Stuart Sutcliffe. Uh, he passed away before Sutcliffe? they really took off. He's yeah, he was a he was a painter. He was a he was an artist, uh, and he was the original guitarist, I believe, of the Beatles. Uh, but this dude was like a complete spitting image of James Dean, uh, heavily inspired by him. And this guy was kind of like the crux of the early Beatles. Um, So yeah, he was accredited that they wouldn't have been around, but where his trajectory would have gone. That's a great question, man. I would have loved to see like what he could have produced as a director. Um, Even again, dude, to start a freaking production company outside of like big Hollywood would have been incredible. At that time, especially too. Yeah. Even the photography. I mean, yeah. Everything. Multiple so photographers on you. That means like you're doing some stuff. Do wait, wait, wait. Well, play that back. Multiple photographers on you specific, like trained Seriously. on you specifically. It means that they Seriously. see something. Yes, in, in you because. And that's what I mean by that it factor. You know, not yeah. everybody has it, and it's like when somebody has it and then really has it, it's like, ooh, like what's going on here? At least yeah. from my na- perspective. Na- I like. I I feel like there's a natural charisma, and then there's uh-huh. just like cultivated charisma as right. like as a person like um depends it's something that a person has to choose to work on mm. i feel like but uh but yeah that's that's me um and there's there's certainly more but i'll, I'll roll with oh, i'll roll with more. mr oh, no, we're, we're gonna we're gonna revisit more. this because i have too many to really? not oh so yeah oh we're yeah we definitely no. gotta revisit no this. We're, we're i feel james zine He's he's a painting right here on the wall. Like <laughs> literally, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna keep on peering into him. And mm-hmm. I feel like with uh 
with this uh this topic, we're definitely going to peer back and forth in it. Absolutely. <laughs> Bet. Um, but uh, uh the, well, yeah, that's let's, me. Let's go. Let's go with Brother Righteous over here. Uh, Brother yeah. Righteous. Uh, so, ooh, <laughs> I wonder. Wait, before who do you think he's gonna say? Oh I think, no, I think you're gonna mention. Ooh, there's too many. For some reason, Outcast was like was was. Speaking oh yeah, to Out, me. Out, Outcast is big to me. Maybe Ooh. Saul Williams. Saul oh. Williams is big too. Oh, I, is there one topic you have, or is I'm it just gonna go with one. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna throw a bunch of honorable mentions, which the Whoa. listeners. Who do you think? Later. Who do you think it is, Christian? I mean, before he dies. I in. mean. First, as a side note for the listener, when uh, Lucas was talking, I love that he like kept on looking up like on his phone, <laughs> like the specific facts. I don't know if that's what you're. Wait, doing. I was oh, no, looking. I was I was looking at um, Peter uh, Sutcliffe. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Stewart yeah. Stewart Sutcliffe. St- it was Stewart. Okay. Stewart, yeah, and so, you'll yeah. see. Okay, good because this guy looks nothing like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh good. <laughs> no, but I just love uh, like while you were talking, I just see him pull out the phone and just like deep in research mode. Oh, like, was he like <laughs> like pulling up facts or what? Yeah, I was. That's just, funny. Like, I, I was like a residential fact checker. <laughs> no. no, no, I wasn't checking facts. I was trying to. What was his name? Stewart. Uh, Stewart. No, Sutcliffe. I was trying to S-U-T- look up the guy. C L I. My fault. A tangent aside. Um. You know, we we have a we have a special garment on um and my and my and my, my some people some people say I look like him sometimes. It's pretty funny. I could see it. <laughs> I could see that. Please. I could see, see that. But I think I think it's a I think it's a gentleman uh residential uh renaissance man childish gambino on the on your shirt over there. <laughs> hey. You are absolutely right. <laughs> I'm actually it's actually a specific work, but so many honorable mentions. Uh, I'll just give you a few. I'm not going to go through them all because yeah. that would be all day. Um, but the autobiography of Malcolm X really, really changed. Oh my uh, gosh! The trajectory of my life. Um, wow. There's also a book called Black Fire, an anthology of Afro American writing done Whoa. by Amiri Barakai, um, formerly known as uh, Leroy Jones, and a bunch of other black writers. Like that was wow. that was influential to who I am, as he said. Mm. Outcast, uh, very, very much influenced who I was. Discography. Um, Yeah, and Saul Williams. But the list goes on and on. But specifically, I'm going to be mentioning uh, Childish Gambino and his second studio album, Because the Internet. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, Let's start with the release date. What year did that come out? Shouts out to Because the Internet. Uh, That album was released, I believe... (laughs) <laughs> Gotta get Will Hunt this time. Uh, <laughs> uh, December 9th, I think it was the 9th, uh, 2013. 2013. Yeah. And is it a, it's a from top to bottom situation? Every single song hits and has a specific. Every song hits in a certain way. I mean, of okay. course, there's, um, there's some that had to grow on me and okay. some Definitely. that had to. Um, All she needed was some. Yeah, and some that are better than others. <laughs> um, but I, I mean. Uh, specifically, I've been following Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino's career for a while. I remember when he first got on YouTube. Uh, I think he was in. Wow, he's one of the like wow, year one cut. people on on YouTube. Yeah, he was part of his uh, comedy troupe, Derek Comedy. He started on YouTube. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah like, like while he was in, while he was in college, he was Dirty uh, Rock. Everything like yeah. While from... he was in while he was in college, he started a comedy troupe, uh, and they were they started uploading. Uh, some of their skits on the YouTube. What was their group name? Uh, Derek Comedy. 
Okay. Wow. Yeah. So this is like what 2007, this 2008, was, yeah, like 2006, wow. 2007. So I'm really. This is how I know you're that. a fan for real, because I was like, I had to look up a video to see like his origins to like, because they're doing a dissection of his album that came later. Um, it's the one with me and your mama on it. Um, uh, awaken my love. Yeah, awaken my love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, uh, kind of did a whole like deep dive of his life. But like, you were watching from like the YouTube era, so I was like, shout out to you because like, yeah, very few people know that. So I was just like, yeah, I he's no a fan idea. for real. Yeah. Oh, and then um, so moving forward, um, I discovered his music through because Derek Comedy, the troupe he was with, they came out with the movie called Mystery Team, oh. and he started releasing music through there. But he was doing music before under MC DJ, where he was making beats and all that <laughs> other stuff. That's a sick name. Yeah, that is fine. Um, which he's got like some really cool experimental projects. And it's funny when you go back, you can see the DNA of that mm. inside of, of every because project. the internet. Yeah, you can see how he progresses and how he matures. But I mean, that uh, the album is special to me. Um, because it's so, I don't know, it's it's such a, how do I describe it? Such a dense and complex project because it it's not yeah. just an album. It had so many different things to accompany it. It had a screenplay. It had wow. uh, a blog, uh, a website, which was like no other website I've ever been on. All, all, it's hard to describe, and the best way I describe it is a, as like a living website. It didn't move like other websites. It had like all these insights to the album and like the characters on it. Because um, essentially what, what the album was is a story of a character called The Boy, mm-hmm. which is continued from the last song of his first album. Mm. If you listen to the last song, there's a, um, it's sort of like a short story at the end about a boy and uh, his sort of dealings with popularity. Um, and he kind of falls for a girl, but he realizes that um, what they had was kind of, um, it wasn't real. You know, she she he had uh, opened up to her and expressed a bunch of things and then he had fell asleep and then she had shared that with all of her friends and they were all laughing about him behind his back. Um, And so jumping to the next project, which is because the Internet, it's uh, the story of him and how he's trying to navigate the world and how he feels helpless and. Um, dealing with the passing of his father and all these other things, uh, but yeah, you can still find the screenplay. the The website obviously isn't there anymore. Yeah, it's sadly. Not, okay. sadly. Um, but you can still find. I, I don't know. I've been. I was looking for it before I came. I can't you, find the website. You, you could can, really use the, something huh. called like the Wayback Machine. It may work for I've it. I've heard of that. Yeah, the Wayback Machine. I think it. If I'm saying the right website, uh, it has like an archive of like most, if not all the web pages that like existed at like a, per- a certain period of time and you could like go to like i don't know hmm. google.com and go back it should be the wayback hmm. machine the wayback machine yeah i'm gonna try that yeah i feel like for the the subject matter that you said the album was about i feel like where he was in his career given i have like i have a little bit more than peripheral knowledge of of donald glover and his uh you know career mm-hmm. but i feel like that must have been a pretty uh great time to like understand where he was and like relate to him as an artist because that must have been i mean that was before like real real main like i've obviously this is america like before yeah that was before, that was probably yeah. prior to him uh like on on tv and whatnot as well right no yeah. um or he, had, he had had he had some some cameos on 30 rock i think he had like three because he was okay. writing for 30 rock okay um, so he was like more behind yeah. the scenes he okay. actually met his um 
he actually met his producer, um, Ludwig, Ludwig Gorenson. Yeah, is that what's his Gorenson? name? I, th- I think it's Ludwig Gorenson. Ludwig shout out to him. He, yeah, shout out to him. His his body of work is so beautiful. He scored Tenet. He scored Black Panther. Oh, I was about to say Black Panther. Yeah, he wait, scored, scored that. How did he? Partner up with this guy in twenty. So he met him on the set of Community because he was okay. doing uh, some some of the music work on there. Such mm. talent on that yeah. show, just generally. He had Justin Boyland. You had like all those people over there just on like, Community. Yeah, the Russo brothers. The Russo bro- like Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't think Justin Roiland was. I think it was just Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon was that one. Yeah. So yeah. what? What topical? features and attributes of that album that you said he spoke about he feels lost he's navigating what parts in particular would you say spoke to you even um, like on a song uh, basis like a bar s- basis on a bar basis <laughs> i mean i mean basis. first it's, what is your favorite song on the album because i have the album in front of me and i secret i listen to there's a podcast on spotify it's called dissect and i listen mm-hmm. to oh they're good the, yeah i listen I'm secret secret uh thing i'm on one of the episodes for one of the series what you can't first, know first podcast cameo whoa <laughs> <laughs> wait wait did wait. was this a recent cameo why can't you can, say oh, you it? Can, 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 can are you coy? <laughs> it's a it's a secret Easter egg. <laughs> Wait, secret, is secret real <laughs> real uh, sage has no. Yeah, see, <laughs> see, I have to have some mystery of my own. <laughs> James James Dean expired. <laughs> Whoa, he's, a, he, he's, he's, he's appearing on that podcast as Electric Stage. Yes, as Eclectic that was stage. that was before I had the artist name. Before. Yo, side oh, note. Wow. Sorry, that just reminded me. We should all watch the uh, work he did with Rod Serling. That'd be really exciting. Whoa. Yeah. 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 Rod Serling wrote a script for TV, and Dean was in it. Well, anyways, sorry. Um, what What's your favorite oh, my song? Favorite song? Um, yeah, we have we have The Library, Crawl, World Star, Dial Up, The Worst Guy, Shadows. I don't even need to hear the list. I know what that is. Oh, <laughs> yeah, wait, could you, could you do it in order? Could I do it in order? Off, off rip. Are off the dome. I don't think so. That's a lot. Could I? Probably. What it's, is it? It's uh, a 19-song album. Ready? Uh, what is it? The the intro? Mm-hmm. Uh, crawl. Yeah. World Star. Dial Up. Um, the Worst Guys. Wow. So uh, far, so accurate? So far, so accurate. Whoa. Uh, damn. What is... Uh, oh, this is where you get in the um, weeds. For intro, it was the library intro. Yeah, the library. Yeah. I always forget because my my com- my laptop won't let but me it come, import it, it on my phones for some reason. <laughs> like, I, it's so weird. <laughs> so I only have the intro on my laptop. I haven't heard the... In- the I haven't heard the library in, like, years because it's sitting on my laptop. Really? And I That's can't funny. put it on my phone for... I, I don't know, know why. Uh, where was I at? Um, I'll show you a way. I won't say on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is it is Shadows the next one? Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, it's, you said um, the Worst Guys, it's right? Playing, yeah, Worst Guys. Yeah, is it playing shadows? around? Shadows? shadows? Yep. Playing around before the party? No. No? That's a cool name. Damn it. You got you uh, got to uh, Act 2, uh, Part 2. How many so tracks are on that album? Uh, it's like it's like 19, 18 or 19. There's 19, 19 oh, wow. tracks. Yeah, it's a, it's a long album. And then there's Beautiful also album. Secret Tracks, too. Oh, okay, yeah. sorry, Very but which tracks. okay, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Your all that aside, my favorite is Flight of the Navigator. Woo, that's good. such a good such a beautiful choice. song. Good song um, I've cried so many times s- listening to that song. Really? Yeah. What's, what's the name of the, the track again? Flight of the, Flight Navigator, of the Navigator, which is actually a movie in the '90s, a really weird um, movie about a kid who finds like an alien ship or something. Well, it's a yeah. cool name. So so let's let's dive into that more. What what is the sound? And, and as somebody, I've actually never heard that song before. No. So like wow. I'm envisioning, it's a little bit slower. 
Is that right? Yes, very okay. much so. I'm pulling uh, it out and given right he now. has musical range, I'd, I'd he Good, does. Like, and I mean, his singing, I don't think it was. Um, I mean, he was still. That's another thing I love about the album. It's so experimental. He was just trying so many different things on there. It's got so many, so many moods. And mm-hmm. for me, I think it's well balanced because of tracks like Dial Up. Like, mm. it's got these like palette cleansers in between that help you shift between the moods. Okay. Although some people don't, you know, obviously don't feel it. I fuck with it though. Yeah. Yeah. It took, um, it took a lot of people. Um, some time and also um, I feel like um, if you looked at the good thing about the good and I guess the critique of this um, body of work as like a thing was he said in an interview that he wanted to create a world but like the real world if you only look at one section of the world it kind of feels incomplete mm-hmm. so sometimes the song scoring that specific part of the screenplay um, it takes away from like the song being as a standalone but mm. it's still a good song and everything but like you said it's like some of the songs are like rougher around the edges in some people's mm-hmm. opinion or like some of them have to grow on you like for certain songs on this album like i was a little kid when this came out like i was 12 like in 2013 oh damn <laughs> yeah so but like i love i love pink toes like rainbow sunshine like the yeah, way the progressions um and yeah that type of like That's style so was like very very like beautiful and then you had sweatpants i was like watching uh, yeah like that yeah. you know like, that little part that 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 shit was in like he used that like years ago in a song oh it wow. was like on one of his i think on one of his mc dj cuts like That's one of his beats name. that he made yeah. it was just in there and but um so oh. flight of the <laughs> flight Navigator. of the navigator Navigator, um, excuse me. so why that song is so special to me i'd when you listen to it, I think because uh, a lot of this he was um, he was trying out drugs and psychedelics and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, it really encompasses the 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 loneliness of the album and the the exploring yourself and your own thoughts and feelings. And I think that really showcases why I love the album so much. It's so vulnerable, yeah. and mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things that really makes good art. Yeah, vulnerability, uh, it's honesty. Yeah, you know, certainly. Whatever, whatever it is, as long as it's honest, I think that will lead to the success of the art. At least that'll lead to people connecting with it, which is, you know, ultimately what you want your art to do. But yeah, that's what I, I, I just feel it so deeply. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was one of the songs. Like, would I guess it would help to to talk about what state of mind I was in when I when I discovered it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was in college. I was I was going to therapy. Um, I was, I was dealing with the loss of my dad. I was dealing with the loss of, uh, I I had just gotten out of relationship, um, Mm. with someone I had known for a really long time. Like we were best friends before we were in a relationship. And when I moved out to where, to when I moved out to Denton, cause I moved Mm -hmm. from there, from Austin to Denton, which is Dallas, essentially Dallas, Texas for people who don't know. Excuse me. Um, and I didn't know anybody, so that kind of contributed to my my own loneliness. And then I was left alone a lot, and I had to really, to really deal with myself. Um, all these things that I hadn't, that I had refused to deal with. Yeah. Um, and so that album, I don't know. Listening to that album, it helped me sort of dig inside of me. And also, I was, um, you know, I was in school, so I was working on projects, and a lot of my projects reflected a lot of this too, of like dealing with these feel feelings of, you know, is there is there even a meaning to life? Is is it all meaningless? Um, this was your your meaning 
meaning period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my period. This is my uh, I'm not supposed to be here period. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we didn't even shout out the name of the episode today. (laughs) (laughs) To to tap into that, so did that uh, did that release uh, kind of in the midst of this this chapter, or was this like you found it? It had been out for two years. Like, oh shit, this is no, 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 no. It it it, when it released, like I found it immediately because I was already with. Did it instantaneously hit? Um, with you or resonate with you? Or was it, it like, like I said, I'm some sure songs, some time. songs more than others. Because there's a lot. But as I, because I, I knew that there was a story to it, and so mm. I would listen to it, trying to, trying to create, recreate that story. And then I found out about the screenplay, and I was yeah. like, oh shit, let me so, go. And then with the screenplay, there's also like there was also video clips online. So as you're reading the screenplay, you're supposed to listen to the music mm. and then play the video clips as well. So what does one do with the screenplay? Is it just like straight text? Yeah, it's text okay. and the video clips, oh, and then yeah. you play the music as well while you're so, so he like you're, shot you're going a through the story. Basically, basically sort of, it was like of. it was like um it was like a film. Okay, it was like it was like 24 minutes in total. Is it is the the music video from huh? that? No, 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 no. The no, music no, no, video no, 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 no. isn't, but um, for three thousand and five, that is. Yeah. Oh, Trent has it on shirt. That's a fire shirt. Yeah, and and it's funny though. A lot of people don't talk about the other music video for three thousand and five because there was two videos. Whoa, I didn't even know. There was. Whoa, um, you're there was. On. It was um featuring porn star uh Abella Anderson who was in, I think that's her name. It was Abella something. Uh, yeah. but she was also in Clapping for the Wrong Reasons, which is another video project that was released with the album. Mm, that's what I'm saying. It was like a whole it. world. Yeah, there's so it was many so much things. stuff. It was like the first 50 people that bought the album got like a like a um what do you call it? Um the fucking memory stick and had like, like a, a bunch hard of drive or something? Yeah, like a hard drive. Yeah. There you go. Like a hard drive and it had a bunch of coding stuff in it. Yeah, yeah, and, and then you decipher the code, and, and then it, it was like, yeah, somebody what? deciphered a code, and there was a secret song on there. It was the, an acapella song. There was secret wow. pop-ups, and then it was it. Then the the song that um the acapella song matched up with a with another song that was released on another album that was just an instrumental, Jeez. and so with that, it made a complete song. Yeah, like the, the shit runs deep. What, wow. what was the question? Um, <laughs> shit. No, no, no. Because we, we were uh, well, I think Fuck. the last question that I asked was uh, like the period in which it came out and if it instantaneously oh, yeah. where I was. So I mean, resonated. like I said, some songs didn't, but I think the struggle of me trying to understand that kind of was coupled with the struggle to me under to understand life. And I mean, I think it, the songs that I didn't, well, not, I wouldn't say didn't like grew on me, mm-hmm. but I mean, most of the songs I rocked with immediately. Like I like, I love 3005, yeah. um, world star. I have a special relationship with that. Cause <laughs> a, there's a good friend of mine. He used to send me world star. Like I was separate. Yo, my friend. No, no, no. Actually, oh, I can say his name. Oh, Why my God. Yo, Courtney. Yo, okay, Courtney. dude. I know Courtney. <laughs> Courtney's crazy. He yeah. is the, he's, but, he's but the no. cat that's sending world star videos for but, sure. Yeah, I love the bleep on top of it. It was like a... <laughs> wait, wait. But why Why can we now say it? Because uh, I was like, wait, there's no reason to, to take his name out. He's, okay. he's, not, he's not ashamed of his world yes, star knowledge. He would not. Um, world star was a okay, crazy wait, thing. Okay, wait. But what type of videos? And what era? What year world star is this? This is... And what type? 2013. You know, there's always this is, this when is they would world star, when they were doing fight comps. Like, okay, because <laughs> they I'll did never. like they did transition into like BuzzFeed, so it's kind of yeah, hard yeah. to like. No, the fight content. 
You were watching fights, Christian? The fight comp. The, I'm just going to yeah, say the fight girl. content. Pause. <laughs> 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 but beat. Like, if we're, if we're using screenplay, like, whoever, like, writes screenplays, beat. They're going to laugh. But, yeah, that, that, I was, like, 12, and I know my stepbrother at the time, he would have, like, world star videos, like, on his phone, and he will be like, oh, my gosh. Like, and I, I saw yeah. them tangentially. I didn't have a world star account or anything. That's a great like, word. It was just, like. It was just something that, yeah, it was just, it was just, I was in yeah. my own little circle and, <laughs> that's so you know, just funny. a that's line like, just came off on it, the side. And, and, and yeah. that's, that's what's crazy about this. I'm like, it, it, it is so much, uh, I feel like it's, it's, it's aged well, but it is also so much a product of its time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause that world, like, like listening, like I, I think I listened to world star on the way over and it just like sent me back. Like it, that, what, it was what, crazy. I know people nowadays don't even on, know what world star is. Yeah, that's crazy. Too, right? I think it's still in my my saved website. No, I'm, <laughs> it's like it. I'm sure it's still <laughs> okay. Wait, every, now, every now and then I'll jump on World Stars. Now I have what what type of videos was Courtney sent him? What uh, was his uh his was, palette for World Stars? <laughs> 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 Yo, I'm not gonna tell it all, but here's a quote, and he'll okay. understand it. <laughs> okay, let's Yo, <laughs> they put the butt stuff at the end. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would I would uh oh, I would have a hunch. There'd be some uh, some freaky ish in there too. So that's, yeah, like that's hilarious. They're still so popular on Twitter. Really? Yeah. That, but like, yeah. see, I remember World Star. Like for me, it was like a really. It looks like a website from like 1998, and you would just scroll through like you know 500 pages of like random videos. Is it is it like that now or no? <laughs> like or or I mean, it's still the same format. It's still it's, the same old World same. Star. I mean, it's the same I think, old World You know what? Star. I don't I don't think people give World Star enough credit because it's got. I mean, it's got like the the ignorant shit, but it's also got you can learn a lot from World Star. Are like, people, it's got like a variety of videos on there, but people only highlight the ignorant. Yeah, do we need a World Star EP? To. I'm crying. Shit, do we? That'd be crazy. That's like you know, you should do that, and then just paparazzi culture and TMZ and hmm. the, the ah, like, World Star era. Anyway, yeah, so back, yeah, back to because of the internet. Um, yeah, like most of the songs, I gravitated towards Flight of the Navigator. Mm-hmm. Uh, instantly. Um, okay. Yeah. Actually, that that one might have been. I feel like I don't want to say hard listen, but it 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 was, mm. but it was because it forces you. I feel like you're listening to the song. It forces you. I just want to say the intro because um I looked up the lyrics and uh crawl. Yeah. Um, for flight of the uh, oh Navigator. flight of the Navigator. Okay. Yeah. So I looked up the lyrics and I loved the intro to the song. That's why I was like, I had to pull it up. Let's hear it. Um, I had a dream. I had a dream. I was flying over all of us. There were so many pretty people, so many pretty faces. I talked to some birds. I fell in love again, and none of this ever ended. Everything just kept going and going and going. And even when you laughed, you cried. And even when you were sad, you were really happy because you were here. And I got to meet every star, every every planet, everything that made me. And we all kissed and became the same. We became the same. We became the same. And then the verse one, who would have thought this? We almost lost it. When you lie inside of darkness, uh, of darkness, it's hard to see. And we sleep in tradition. Keep them off in the distance to tell you that I, I haven't, haven't been. been. Like it's that song. Yeah. I, I, a lot of it de- deals with like death poem. and the fear of death and nihilism. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, and it's ah, such a fucking great song. Um, but. I have another version of my phone because um, he has that he did the deep web tour 
which I could have went to and I didn't. Man, have you I seen him? That boy uh, I haven't tour seen no him more. Live. Okay. <laughs> that boy I, I tour seen, no more. Really? I've, I've seen him live, but not performing music. I've seen him Ooh. when he came to Austin to debut his uh, Derek Comedy movie mystery team. Where did he play um, in Austin? Uh, this was uh, during South by Southwest. He didn't play, but he was like he was on stage doing a oh. panel, well, and they up. showed That's the movie. Fire. This was at one of the Alamo Draft House, the Alamo Draft oh, House downtown. Sick. Wow. Very cool. Uh, but yeah, no, no, no. But back to the song. Um, what was I gonna say? Shout out to seeing artists like as they're developing, because like, imagine. I feel like uh, with his career in general, from my observation, like, um, he really hit the benchmark for every franchise and everything that he really wanted to do. Um, I know he yeah. still, has, I know he still wants to create stuff, and that's just natural for artists. Mm-hmm. But like, him during this period to like see, I'm sure his version of himself looking now would be very appreciative of all the choices he's made. That's all I'm going to say on that. Somebody, again, who's not that well-versed in his entire body of work, just as you describe this album and its delivery and its packaging mm-hmm. and its like multifaceted elements, that's yeah. that's really reflective of, yeah, I mean, how diverse and, like, <coughs> I guess, uh, wide his skill set is yeah. as well. It's or, like... But they're all, it's interesting too, because they're all different mediums, but they're all like just the same. It, it's really interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah. Film, music. Did he produce his stuff too? Uh, uh, he produced okay. some of it. Some I of think. It. And then like his transcript, whatever. Like, that's that's wild. I mean, he works on Atlanta. I love Atlanta. Atlanta. I love oh, one, yeah. of the Atlanta top, one of the top, one of the best shows ever made. One of my favorite, because it feels. Hot take. That I, might, uh, that might, Sorry, but would, would that maybe be one of his most successful endeavors as well? Like, like writing? I think so. Like think he so. had, like I've totally forgot he was even. We haven't even brought that up yet, and we've been talking about his writing the whole time. Like, yeah, I feel like yeah, he has to be a very, very. Accomplished. Yeah, that's, that's why, why I, that's why I, I can talk about Donald Glover because he is himself an inspiration. But I want only want it. That's why I was only focusing on because the internet. Okay, we'll yeah. be talking about okay, that. yeah, yeah. Um, true, true, true. He's, he's true. a true uh, Renaissance man. He he, he does is. inspire me too in terms of just uh, just how to capture thing. And uh, I remember one time I was just like, I was having an argument with my friend um, and I was just like, why does he have to be so aggressive all the time? Like, oh, gosh, like, mm-hmm. like these things always like confront me so bad. And I got mad because like, like you said, like the you, sometimes it's hard to sit in it. And I was just like, this art is very confrontational. But like mm-hmm. in my art, I have to learn to be a little bit more confrontational in terms of like yeah. bringing up subjects. And like you said, being honest and stuff yeah. and also just not giving the he has a, a good skill of not giving the audience everything in one serving very easy. You have to work for it. Absolutely. Which is which mm. is a very difficult thing to do as an artist because you want to cater to your audience. Yeah, you want to you want to keep their attention and so many times that could lose people mm-hmm. if they have to. But he does it in such it. a such a strange and fun and himself way. Um yeah. I think it still manages to be entertaining and emotionally and and, and heartfelt and everything too. Um, um and so you would say that... Uh, but yeah, no, no, back to the song, because I didn't finish with Flight of the Navigator. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. You were going back to it. Uh, so there, on his Deep Web tour, there was a different intro. Yeah. And it's wow. just as good. I will, oh. I'll play it for you. It's got a... Uh, yeah, it's 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 Off done hits. by Gabrielle Union, who. Um, oh yeah, that's right. So the screenplay had like a whole cast too. Okay. Uh, Chance the rapper was in it. Uh, Rick Ross. <laughs> Rick Ross played his father. Uh, Janae Aiko played the love interest. 
What a little um, bit. Wow. Um, it's it, it had like there Rainbow, was even a poster. I got the poster sunshine. too. What was the? Did he do a film with Rihanna? Is that right? He did. Okay. Um, what was I called? watched that over COVID, if I'm not mistaken. It do was let on me, Amazon do let me Prime. Do, do let me do. My yeah, yeah. Amazon Prime. Um, we both fans for real. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, fuck. What was that? I can't remember. I want to. I was about to say Gullah Gullah Island, but that ain't it. It was something like that. Um, we started with the Guava Island. That's what it was. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, yeah, yeah. That album, um, in a company with therapy and um, uh, you know, focusing on my own art and other other album, other like stuff I was listening to too. Mm-hmm. I was cause I was playing uh, Nipsey Hustle. A lot Ooh, too. Uh, the Merrick Lounge continues. That helped me get through college. Anyway, Fire. but um, I didn't know that was like that old. R.I.P. one of the, or like that that many years ago. Yeah, um, one of the things, but that I think that Nipsey came out in like 2011, 2012. But really? I'm still, it still hit. Though. What an inspiration as well. I didn't know he was. Wow, I, I thought that would have came out like 20. I don't know later. Interesting. Um, but yeah, that and I think one of the things that you see in that song, um, uh, one of the things that he mentions is one of the things I really realized that year. Especially with dealing with like how how much older I was than my peers, it's like everybody yeah. doesn't have their shit figured out. You know, it may True. seem like that, but we're all just sort of just sort of trying to that's a big trying too. to get through it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like Absolutely. no matter how you know the grass is greener thing, no matter how it may seem, people are just trying to figure shit out. You know, True. and it's fine, and it's and it's okay not to know. Mm. You know, and not to. You know, not to, and it's okay not to be okay. Like it was, I was really exploring my own mental health, and I think mm. with that album, that's a lot that he did with that vulnerability. Like he bared his soul on that album. Mm. Um, yeah. So wow. And that yeah. was uh, for the album in in whole, or were you speaking of that particular track? That particular track, but I think uh, it's uh, laid out over that because so he he covers so much through all the tracks. Question regarding the album in particular: Go Would for you it. say? Does does this hold more of a um, nostalgia element, or is this like residual inspiration that you're getting? I think it's this? residual inspiration. Okay. Um, so I I think I thought of it because I hadn't listened to it in a while, but then I, I I don't know I don't remember how I got back on it before we were even gonna do this episode. That's the best. Um, <laughs> like I think I, something? I, I heard a song and I was like, "Fuck, I still fucking love this album." Oh yeah. Uh, and, oh yeah. And then I went back and listened to it, and yeah, it's still like. It still does. Um, it still holds those qualities that inspire me. Like, because mm. I, I, I think there's there's a lot of that, a lot of those things I'm lacking right now because I think I'm more in, I've been leaning more towards survival mode as opposed to creative mode, mm. and it's sort of reminding me like, hey, this shit doesn't, you know, this shit doesn't make you happy, and you need to get back to that. Mm. Absolutely. Know, what, what do you think about the synopsis of an album, like his final? Um, his final conclusion in terms of like where the boy ends up or like flight of the navigator, like how everything is because the internet, like a lot of the themes or everything kind of stems from like the isolation. And we talked about this in like some of our, um, episode of like the dealing with like AI and mm-hmm. how like mm-hmm. everything kind of like separates and kind of like isolates as like a result of, and that album kind of deals with like a lot of isolation as you, engage with multiple like contents and mediums and everything but he also um speaks to the fact that like technology and like coding and all that type of stuff and being able to um work with technology will be um will be something of uh 
um, I guess a general like um, basically something that we all should kind of aspire towards, like part being a part of the thing. And he deals mm. with this in later albums, like algorithm and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the sense that we're all gonna kind of be absorbed by this technology. And if I'm like misquoting it, but um, yeah, like this technology is not going away essentially. So mm-hmm. trying to create like a good relationship with it, and how that deals with like our relationship with time. Like I said before, like 2005 is just like, how is the love supposed to last for like that long? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, hold up, uh, no matter what you say or what you do. And then he just keeps on going um, and trying to deal with like the optimism of like being in love or like that type of stuff mm-hmm. while also dealing with like your f- like uh, a fatalism. Your, yeah, like your your mm-hmm. your. The, the inevitable end. Yeah, the inevitable end, essentially, like that you're a finite being. And that something. You would say that that's like a prevalent topic of the al- or, uh, aspect one, of the album. One of, one of them. Yeah, one absolutely. Of them. Okay. It's like dealing okay. with... Yeah, Never listened to it top to bottom. But what what was the what was the question you had for Trent? About, yeah. Was it about the storyline? Yeah. Said? How, how does how does he feel about like the themes tackled, essentially? Um, I, I don't, that's, that's a complex And what one. are they? For the non-listeners like myself, the themes. Sure, yeah. At least uh, from your own perspective. Yeah, from your perspective. Um, what are they? And elaborate on them. Uh, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> uh, we'll time. go. We'll go like top um, two, top three. Top two. Um, but duh, 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 duh. I would say more mortality. That seemed to be a definitely, bad. definitely mortality. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Drugs is definitely a theme in the album. Oh, too. drugs is. I've never uh, taken him as thing. a drug guy. Well, not that like you know we all go through like chapters. Well, I think or whatever, I think but like he I, was like outward in with that it? period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He was definitely talking about like taking you know psychedelics and all that. I think that definitely helped influence the album. Um, so he's more. He's not Perky's. He's <laughs> no, but it was like Gambino's it was like on the the psychedelics. Yeah. Not it's it's the pink toes. Pink toes is like a reference to I think drugs as well. I don't know okay. which one, but but sorry. So. um so uh, yeah, drugs uh, were 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 <laughs> drugs are a definite theme, but I think um, it was a it, it, that that was more leaning towards uh, finding yourself and experimenting. Mm. That's what it was a part of. Okay, um, I don't think it was like drugs to just like let's get high. Yeah, but it was like I'm you know he's it, it, it's a theme of like constantly searching for something okay. introspective. You know? like yeah, introspection um, exploration. I guess, I want to say searching for something real, um, but I think mm. I think that's I think essentially all of our human searches and introspections is for that for something real. Because like we were talking mm. about earlier, you know, when we were talking about the uh, I don't know, did we say this off mic when we were talking about yeah. the break bars and all that break bars? Like uh, what was it? The rooms where you go in there, you break. Oh shit. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, right, yeah, But it's like because uh, we you know we were uh, my my explanation was that for that. Um, mm-hmm. Was you know we in society we feel so repressed we always have to be a certain way and mm. sometimes that doesn't feel real to us so I think that that's what you know okay. uh, that that's kind of what that that is going in and breaking shit it's like I have so much inside me that I have to keep inside but mm. that's uh, bringing it back to the album I think that's one of the things too the 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 introspection. Um, a lot okay. of existentialism. Yeah, feeling um, what it what does it mean to be alone and what does it mean to be lonely? Yeah. Mm. And you know, knowing the difference. I have as a well. quote. I have a quote. And I have a quote. Let's hear it. Everybody's like, it's a love song. This is in reference to two thousand five. Yeah. It's kind of an existential thing. I'm just really scared of being alone. And that's definitely mm. uh It's interesting because it's put in such like a melodic like 
Yeah. That yeah. like but you don't until you, it's like spoken word. Shout that's, out to Outcast. I, I think, <laughs> uh, shout out to Outcast. But I think that's the that's the hey, cleverness of the Absolutely. album. Absolutely. Like because like an eight year old's listening to l- yeah. no yeah. pun intended, but yeah. like <laughs> literally like or like because little little what sage a, is listening. Yeah, what I'm saying is like, like you can be in the car with your parents like listening to that. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like you won't get yeah. it. Yeah. Or yeah, exactly. It's like hey or something. Wait a minute. You know, yeah. what, what the fuck um, did you just say? But so, no, I, I think um, uh-huh. I think that's one of the, the cleverness of the album because that, that's sort of parallel to life. You know, we all have to look so happy sometimes. And, you know, being at a job where you work with people, you have to smile all the time. And no one ever sees how, yeah, how happy you are, how, how tired you are, how stressed you are. You know, you have to hide all of that. Mm. You know, you have to put it in a nice little bow, like 3005. You have to make it seem, yeah. you know, chipper, but... Hold so up. any uh, what was the question? Before we uh, before I, we move on, yeah, I would say because uh, Christian, I, I, I don't know what he has up. His yeah, screen. I'm, I'm yeah. excited to see what Christian. All I can I say have, is, I have, is it's I have a duo. Probably, I have a duo. Oh, it's probably music. Oh, definitely. Okay, okay. Actually, yeah, definitely. that goes without being said. Yeah. But um, at least my last question would be what, like the overarching uh main narrative that hits home for you and just like a further elaboration on that but christian oh and how did it save you oh okay final final thoughts i have final thoughts yeah okay so how did it save you you, so okay what was the what was the question it it really ties into christians just like you know what my Um, question was what's the biggest element of it um i mean the biggest element of it was the the vulnerability i think it it didn't like I don't know. It's funny though, because when I <laughs> I wrote it, because I was working on a photography project, and I wrote like all of my, I, you know, before you do projects, you have mm-hmm. to write about it. Yeah, and, you know, you have to describe your project. And I was like, at the, on the final phase of my project, I was like, fuck that, I'm gonna write this poem, and I'm not gonna actually explain it. And then after this, my teacher pulled to, to the side to ask me if I was okay. Oh, <laughs> Whoa, is this still it around? Was, this yeah, poem? I still have the poem. I still have the poem. <laughs> I got it. Uh, what? Bonus content. Damn, I should have brought that. That would have been. Wait, wait, content. wait, wait. Let me see. Yo, if for Patreon, oh yeah. Wait, we'll it might be it. on my Flickr. Let me. See. We gotta make it. We're gonna have a Patreon soon. So I'm excited. Wait a minute. You could, although you could tie that into how it saved you keep that in mind um while christian's cooking over here are you researching right now christian oh i'm just looking at you know what's amazing to me which i think is a beautiful thing um a lot of especially with childish gambino but just artists in general when they have an idea and it's not like fully fledged out yet they leave like little inklings of the idea or like refer back to the idea as they progress as a person and i Mm. feel like that's a really really like awesome thing that artists do like one of the songs on the album is urn u-r-n and urn is like one of the characters that ends up being atlanta and it's urn mm. as like um i think he once described it or somebody described it in a video um sorry i can't fight find his references but mm-hmm. basically urn is like where you end up after you're cremated yeah but everybody has to earn the money so it's like the mm. the the tension between having to uh, earn something to survive, and then the final state of having earned. So you have you, you basically wow. earned it all. So it's, it's <laughs> also what? short for earnest. Or, yeah, for earnest. You know, for and in what contextual ways did he interweave those? So, um, yeah, character names. You said, and yeah, then so also the previous lyrics. Previous lyrics. So like the uh, he has a song titled "Earn" and okay, E A R N. Like U R N. Oh, U-R-N. that's how. It was. Okay, okay. So this okay. is like, like that album, like that. Okay. So, 
Like the lyric, like like a snippet is, I watch them all pass by the moon and stars. Let me hold them in my arms forevermore. These cold nights, the park is ours. Standing by the side, let you go on. Mm. Yeah, that has a that that song has like a video too, but it's kind of like a uh, it's 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 tagged on at the end of another video, and it's really cool. Like there's like a little interpretive dance uh, with that. Damn, we didn't even really get into the videos because I had a lot to say about that. But yeah, I, it's feel, cool. I, I feel like we could just tap back into this topic because it is something that like I feel like will inform us as we go on because we definitely have de- several media interests. So. I feel like uh, as time goes on, you know, these I feel like these episodes are going to be very thematic like, <laughs> retrospectively. Yeah, um, um, for sure. For sure. But all right, I'm, I'll, 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 I'll cut mine here. OK. And okay. then we'll talk about Christians. OK. Where, where I, are you at with yours? We have we have uh, we have a. Uh, LMG on break right now, so it's gonna be it's gonna be secret. Okay, thing. So we we're can, gonna we can, no 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 we're, we're gonna, gonna um, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a secret introduction. <laughs> so it's, I'm gonna get the two two piece. So the two piece the two piece is gonna be like your reaction and then his reaction separately. Okay but, okay but, but. so I'm going to be speaking about two pieces of art that like influenced me very heavily. Okay. Also made in the 2010s. Um, I would say. Uh, to, to, to Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. Oh, um, Kendrick Lamar is my favorite artist. Um, like people want to be like, oh yeah, th- you have to have a favorite. Art. You have to have like a top ten list when it comes to hip hop. Like no, I just have it, it's K Dotton. Yeah, like I have, I have just um because I listen to so many artists. Like I was mm-hmm. saying, my Spotify minutes a year is kind of crazy. Like I had a fifteen, <laughs> it was like a hundred and sixteen minutes. Uh, no, 100 for like 50 something minutes. I didn't even know. I it was like an equivalent of 300. How many days was it? Like uh, it was like 151 days out of the year. It was something. It was like equivalent in like streaming minutes. So yeah. just like imagine. And I have like a thousand, eight thousand. Right now I have like eight thousand, like seven hundred songs on my Spotify. Like I really be in the trenches with music. <laughs> but so wait, I'm sorry, I stepped off for a second. Did I miss? No, 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 no. Oh, no. I, 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 get, I gave it a okay. couple seconds, but um, I, it was to "Pimp a Butterfly" by Kendrick Lamar. Whoa, Whoa. that one, that, that one is sense. that one is one. Um, I'm not gonna speak about it too much because I feel like it's very layered. Um. So that's the best part. So no, but that's not that's I'm not gonna, that's not yeah. my that's not my um mm-hmm. that's not the one that saved me. That's the one that I so guess that's, will be that's an honorable mention. That's a very, very honorable mention. Okay. It mm. it didn't it's kind of like the situation where it doesn't because I revisit the album obviously, and I feel like um it informed my moral character and how I look at everything in the world. Whoa. So well and how I approach uh, certain things. So it saves me. So it, it's a continuing type Whoa. of thing. But the art that I will say, that I will say saved me for a particular time period um, is the sun tirade, the sun's tirade by Isaiah Rashad. Okay. So Isaiah okay. Rashad, I have seen this man at a meet and greet like outside the Soho, like the shoe store. I forgot which one, Soul Sage or something. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think it's right there on Lafayette. Yeah, right on Lafayette. So like we're really close to it. But yeah, I went to a meet and greet. I saw him in person. Like I went to his concerts like several times. I went to the concert. I don't remember. It would be crazy if he hears this in the future. But I went to a concert. It was on the rooftop of I think it was like Pier Seventeen, wherever that venue is. And um, yeah. So then he brought SZA out. (laughs) <laughs> what year is this this was uh i think this was last year last year where where was he performing at he was i think it was like pier 17 uh, no, don't quote me i think it's like it's over on the pier i just remember it being a wow. rooftop 
It sounds like intimate, like a smaller venue. It was. She's doing like Madison Square Garden, isn't she? Yeah, she did. I, I was at a show with Madison Square Garden. <laughs> okay, so you saw him? Yeah, so I saw I saw him um, over there. Um, and then he brings SZA out and then lightning strikes. <laughs> it sounds like Dodge Charnet. But yeah, she's like all over. They have like the best features together. Like whenever she's in his discography, whether it be Heavenly Father, um, whether it be uh, stuck I'm in the mud. With that song actually, yeah, um, both of those. Well, okay, those yeah, are the two I'm familiar with. Yeah, right? beautiful, um, beautiful songs. Uh, yeah. so that body of work in particular, huh? Yeah. So I love his whole discography. Like I, I can spit it front to back. Same thing with Kendrick. Are you familiar <laughs> with this album, Trump? I am not. I'm oh, not. This is news to me. You're making oh, me want to go dang, listen we to sh- it. I should have. Yeah, like we should. So have funny to thing was this album came out in 2016, <laughs> and at the time I was 15. So I was I listened to it for um because first Kendrick's on one of the features probably one of his best features mm-hmm. uh he's like how many flows can you, can you um do your thoughts convey how many uh souls do you touch a day and like that's just like a snippet of like this the, the genius of this album in my opinion yeah. but yeah Kendrick so was on the album and um I remember being in the library I was like a sophomore in high school when the album came out um. So like a lot of the the feelings of the album didn't hit me yet, so I had to revisit it at a later date. Hmm. But yeah, I remember being in the um the library with my friend Michael, and I was just like, wow, this feature shout is beautiful. Uh, shout out to Michael. Yeah, shout out to Michael. But and how old was I, uh, Isaiah Rashad at this time? Oh, um, let me see. I don't even know. Maybe like <laughs> twenty three or something. That's the total. No, he's like guess. He was, but I, how old is Isaiah Rashad now? He was like ninety one. I think. So you said it didn't immediately. Yeah. So it was something that I had to revisit at a later date. But why do I you think that w- is. Did you have that? Or yeah. Why do you think that is? I feel like um. I feel like um, music hits you when it's supposed to, mm. and music finds its way to you. Did you have the conscious thought at the time, like? Not right now, but I'm gonna come back. To this. <laughs> oh yeah. No, no, really? No. Like, yeah. This like, is gonna yeah. hit. Later. Yeah. Like when when I when I um when I listen to music. I usually don't, people are going to get on me for this, but I don't listen to the whole album in one go. <laughs> Trying to take that personally? Not at all. Okay. I mean, no. I'm just, <laughs> it's it's honestly a blessing if you listen to the whole album. People don't consume whole albums Yeah, anymore. I li- I listen to the full album um, when, when I feel like... You get around to it. Yeah, I get around to it. Okay. But I feel like um, I take each song and just delve into the world of that specific song and mm. just like really really honing in that song and then that's why i remember it's so many lyrics too because true. like i just sit in that song i memorize the lyrics i listen to like the instrumental <laughs> is that really the, a checkbox along the way yeah it's like it's like all right lyrics then or, or like instrumental mm. just the vibe lyrics then dive into it and then just study and then just no study. that's Listeners amazing though because it, it yeah. sounds like you absorb the entire thing like you take it in sections like i'm not gonna move on until this is done. Like, yeah. I have yeah. This. Like, yeah. It's basically like satisfied by the individual thing. Then I look at like the whole out. Al- then I do the same. Then I listen to the album as a full thing. And then I look mm. at like, how does this work cohesively as a, as a thing? And mm-hmm. then I look at like how they promote it and stuff. That's why I'm like, that's why mm. I like, I have all my Wait, 8, the last stop is what? And the, like how they promote it, how they promote it. How what they does cut? that mean? So how they, how they share their art. So okay. like whether it basic, be like on Instagram or through music like video album or, rollout or what completely. do you mean? A- album rollout, like 
the ethos of it, how they treat their work, how that. music videos, like all that how type does, of stuff. How does somebody roll an album out really? So like, same, I'm honestly so naive to that entire So same way, it, there's so many different ways. Uh, mm. It seems like you just like promote on social media now or there's like a lot more to it or Dep- how does it go about? I mean, I would s- okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, no, it depends on, it depends on your resources, uh, honestly. Mm. So it's, um, let's say if like a label back to you, some people have like short movies that come with it. Some people have screenplays. Mm-hmm. Some people have like, uh, there's so many, okay. there's so many ways to create your art and basically like you create a world and, um, yeah, sometimes it's just like the interviews you do. Some people, a lot of people do freestyles like on the way as a releasing album. Okay. It really is so varied. So you go it's on just, the breakfast club. Yeah, yeah, you go, yeah, on, a lot you of go on the breakfast. Interviews. Yeah, you like do that's interviews. That's kind of the standard way. Yeah, you do interviews. Yeah. Oh, you just, I love interviews. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Wonderful. Like you have to, you have to promote your own stuff, and then some of it is just like an investigation to the artist at the time. Mm. I like those interviews, but I like, I like hearing, um, like the the Beats interview. I forgot the gentleman's what name. What? Um, but he does a lot of like review, like it's basically like the um, I think it's Zane Lowe mm. from the Apple mistake. Music. Yeah, Apple Music. Yeah. Um, yeah, he does like a lot of the art interviews, and he asked them about the art exclusively. Do you, really do you well. like him as as an interviewer? as a as an interviewer? Yeah, he okay. gets some he gets some okay. good stuff out of um. He had uh, a good conversation with uh, I think it was Haley Williams of Paramore. Oh that wow, one I remember, and he had another good one of um. Tyler Creator on oh, wow, I remember okay. that one because I was on the steps and he just really investigated the art and you mm. can tell he loves music and just loves when an artist is able to put something forward and like that love translates. He does yeah, yeah. He's yeah, he you could tell he really listens to to the music. Yeah, and I and that's why I was like I you could game recognizes game. Like like I I was like I, I was like you that's got it. that's really interesting. I never heard you break down how you listen to an album, but for our listeners as well as just us in this room. I know I've uh, recently been accrediting you with uh, the importance and like the actual art form of <laughs> writing songwriting. Lyrics. Yeah. And now I like, now you now it's, it's addictive, right? Listen. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's, it's very like, addictive. Cause yeah, again, you can get caught up in like the melodic, whatever, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, really like thinking that somebody took the time to write these lyrics specifically again, uh, yeah. been on a Beatles deep dive, like the white album, mm-hmm. like, Oh my gosh! Yeah, some of that lyrical content is like, yeah, it's really interesting and it's so insightful yeah. as to who the person is. Yeah, and it's 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 I've coming from experience. It's really hard to fill to write and fill up minutes of time mm-hmm. because like you could spit like a line and that'll be only fifteen seconds. Mm-hmm. These songs are six minutes, five minutes, three minutes, two minutes. Are you speaking on? Uh, uh, the sun's tirade. Yeah, just um, just generally like just current media like um mm. i was listening to this little yachty song pretty mm-hmm. fire two minutes 42 seconds that's a lot of time with having to fill up instrumentation drums programming and all that stuff that's a yeah. lot of, that's a lot of effort and time just for that one song mm-hmm. and then to have a feature on it too whoo you have to coordinate like even just to meet up to record the podcast we have to like mm-hmm. coordinate and do a lot of planning and a lot of stuff in the in the background so just imagine how much work it takes to just to put an album like it's a whole it's mm-hmm. like having people describing it as like having your own baby like it's <laughs> like yeah. it's pretty much dude. it's it's basically like oh my gosh i have to nurture this thing i have to make sure it has like this thing or like a bonsai tree is something that you mm-hmm. constantly have to tend to for a lifetime and even then you reflect back on it so i i can't wait till the day like that i release something and i'll be like wow i'll do the same thing absolutely but i don't know i was just on as a side note it's crazy how 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 much work an artist can put into something and then 
how how much it's treated as disposable. Yeah. You know? But that's 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 besides the point we're talking about. Yeah, that's about. that's that's that's, that's, a, that's definitely uh, a conversation for for is. coming soon. Yes. But um. So what's your, what's your favorite song on the album? Um. Whew, so many. How many so tracks? Many. What's the, the so there's on? 17 tracks. Um, okay. Okay. Favorite. I have a I have a I have a different question. I don't like yeah, that sure. question. What's What's your favorite line on the album? What's stuck with Ooh, you? What you What hits you the hardest? Line? Yeah. Um. Hold up. Let me pull up the lyrics. There's so there's so many like small gems. I love the way that he writes because it's very. Um. It's never on the nose. So like when Kendrick Lamar writes, um from his writing he's very like he's able to tell stories and weave narratives and everything and tell it like a storyteller um but i feel like with isaiah rashad he gives you like small little snippets of a thing and then you can kind of piece together like um piece together a narrative or it's not really like the narrative is more so you're just there for the vibe like he has a vo- he has a thing and he's like i make music for the vibers and i'm definitely a viber like i just <laughs> i like to i like to be very um very just calm and collected and you see a lot of stuff you go through a lot of things you experience a lot of emotions but at the end of the day you're just there to be very calm i was actually on like his discord server like during the pandemic and everything mm-hmm. that hey. was a fun like we just like watched like um i think it was not inuasha it was um um yu yu haka show <laughs> if anybody knows that i have certainly heard the name yeah you it was like an old and we just sat in the discord and that type of ethos kind of translates in his music as someone that just kind of lays back kicks back raps mm. when he does um does stuff for the soul mm. um let me see as i'm stalling to look at some of his lyrics on genius real quick so i could pull up some lines because he has a lot of a lot of quotables and a lot of insight in terms of um mm. where's he from He's from Chattanooga, uh, Tennessee. Oh, so, Chattanooga. Yeah, so um, he, he and then in his newer album, uh, he's very much inspired by like Memphis. Shout out Cal Banks on Cal Banks. Cal Banks is the producer. He produces such amazing sounds and music. He produced the entire album. Uh, for he produced a lot of the following album, not for the Sun's tirade, um, but he did um for his new album the house is burning mm. uh the entire album or just most just just it? like some so- oh, songs some there's like multiple okay. producers so like with a that's why i'm saying like a, when i go through like songs it's like usually like um i go through producers and everything because it's like just to get one song you have to know this one producer and then you want to get another song so you have to talk to a different producer so it's like multiple people collaborating on one thing and then you're kind of just curating a bunch of stuff that you already collaborated on yeah. to create a bigger structure and it's mm. just like it's like a complex uh, thing to get all that type of cleared. Then they have to go through labels, so they have to get that cleared through BMI and all that, and have like different performing rights. There's, yeah, like there's so many layers that they have to do just to get this thing out. So is this the album that kind of made you realize that, like uh, how much uh, goes into the album? Uh, this is not that one. Um, I feel like it's kind of hard to tell which album did that for me. I guess um. I guess I kind of picked it up with each album that I listened to mm-hmm. and just kind of like uh, know from front to cover, front, back cover. So like, so like all Kendrick's albums, I know most of them front to back cover. Like I could spit a verse for most, if not all songs. What's the uh, what's the name of the album? This is the Sun's Tirade. I love the, the cover Sun's too. You're going to love the tirade. What is what is uh, what is that? What does that album title mean? Uh, 
he said in the interview that it just means just a really really long day <laughs> just a Sounds just a really tiring. like a, like a hot That's california dope. long day because he he's from like uh in some of his interviews he talks about like how he's acquainted to like being in like greenery and shrubbery and i'm guessing you guys mm. can speak to this like your guys are like over and open to like being in nature or seeing like mm-hmm. landscapes and then you come to a city like new york or like mm. la and it's just like constant like hustle and bustle no greenery especially i, I haven't been to la or anything or los mm-hmm. angeles but then like and then he's like oh man i have to be able with all these business types and corporate and yeah. all this type of mm-hmm. stuff and then like i said this you have to get the different rights so you have to go through different lawyers and things like that mm-hmm. and that type of malaise kind of got to him and he was just saying mm-hmm. yeah and then also he said he had um he had issues with um with drug use from his previous tour of going on on schoolboy q's tour for um mm-hmm. um I forgot the album, but it's the one with Man of the Year and Collard Greens on it. But he was uh, he was traveling on tour with that, and that influenced like a lot of his like sadness and stuff that he was dealing with, and then mm. how that kind of translated into music. That's um, interesting. I'm looking at the album art right now. I actually remember this album cover. I'm better. Yeah. This I'm album cover is very. Album cover, this but. album cover is very <laughs> iconic. I feel. Yeah. It's, no. Um, it's it's really for, for 2010s for especially for underground hip hop. Um, what year was this again? Sorry. This was 2016 that this okay. album was released. Um, very funny because his original album took like really long time, and the next album that came out after this took like forever. It's like, imagine mm. he dropped in like 2021. The newest album, the last mm. album was in 2016. Yeah, that's a while. Yeah, that's a yeah. long time. And six just, years. And you know what? Shout out to him for having such a fan base, me included. <laughs> that was <laughs> just like that fans. was willing to like wait and uh and uh just mm-hmm. and be able to like show out and come up to concerts and be happy that he was able to produce. Hopefully it doesn't take that long. Can't speak to on it. Artist takes his time. At this yeah. point, whatever same thing with Kendrick. Whatever you produce, I'm just happy. Like even like the last album that he came out with, um, which is an amazing, phenomenal album. Um, still taking a piece at a time, so I won't speak to it too much. But um, yeah, I, the discography of all artists that I listen to have done so much for me mm-hmm. that um, at this point you don't have to release anymore. Like I'm mm-hmm. just ha- I'm just content with what I have because there's yeah. so there's so much, and I just appreciate the effort, love, and care that that type of stuff, and it translates for time. Like this is timeless. Like if the world were to end tomorrow, there are only records. That's like a permanent record. It's a physical. It's a physical thing that will just never. Like there's vinyls that would just be lost. Like this is something that somebody will happen upon fifty years and be like, "Wow, oh, this is a great song." Something that you show your kids. Mm-hmm. This is a great song. Like I know for a fact. Like people dig out a vinyl and be like, "Oh yeah, the spinners." Um, what a shame! Oh my gosh, what a, what a banger! Mm-hmm. What yeah. a shame! Like mm-hmm. come on, that that that's just amazing like and it'll just be it'll be something that translates in time and honestly mm-hmm. that's that's how i like to view so, and consume music wow did you find your line um yeah so um let me see <laughs> i i can't admit i can't admit i've been depressed i hit a wall ouch i hit the bank you hit the dab i hit the ball out praying god pay my cable splurging out one more favor little boys dressed like rappers cannot road make them daddies <laughs> there's, there's what, what what uh track is that off of? This is off of um dressed like rappers. So this is, and I love the way that he flows. His, so his flow is so amazing. So My what does that what does that what does that line mean to you? Like so it's like that? it's basically attacking some of the uh the the myth of the rapper as a rock star and how going on tour 
can that like going on tours and stuff um can that road make them daddies like can that will you man up would you mature would you become like something greater than yourself like on that because i'm sure that's like a big experience having to interact and go through different phases and everything and mm. living life fast and even like the small things i do like having to work on this project going this thing and it's, it's, it's a grind it's a definitely a grind to go forward and keep on moving mm -hmm. and going about um but yeah um it's also like just an admission like being honest like imagine the pressure of putting like certain feelings you don't want to make public to everyone and imagine you had the confidence to be like, I've been depressed. I have been. I can admit, I've been depressed. Ouch, like, mm. it's a, it's a hard thing to like. It's a vulnerability that you said that was just like that connects. Also, I don't know. That wasn't as like common. Twenty sixteen. Would would you say as well? Like people, you know, being more open about like their mental health and, and things I like that. I think it was just it was like slow, sort slowly. of the mid. Uh, 2010s it started to, mm. to it started to like snowball like more people started to talk about it mm -hmm. um, but yeah it, was, it wasn't as common back then as it is as it's becoming now yeah um, so I, I also I want to I want to hear this Kendrick side of things I mean yeah it's the, I can't innumerable times I've uh, you know caught Christian in the act of uh, you know rhyming some uh, yeah. something of, of Kendrick Lamar's uh, discography oh yeah like if you catch me on a free so day. to pimp a butterfly yes you know, um, my favorite that one I could pick my favorite song that one's but you, what I what I, my knowledge what I got from your brief description was that that like gave you almost like a moral compass of some sort or yeah, so or you said it literally saved your life which I didn't even put that in that contextual sense of like art to save my life where it actually say you would have been in a certain circumstance, but you like were to reflect on a lyric or a situation that you heard. Yeah. Funnily enough, and that would literally a, save your life. Um, I have a funny story. This is like completely true. Um, so there's a song on the album, how much a dollar cost. And, um, are you familiar yeah. with this body of work track? Cause truthfully, I'm, I'm really not either like, uh, or that's not either. Probably but. the least listened to album. Okay. Um, yeah. That was probably his most difficult album to get into, but mm. yeah, because uh, that that was uh that that's probably that, I would say that's probably his most controversial album because yeah. a lot of people were yeah. turned off because it sounded so different. Mm. But it's like and it's a mainstream it, jazz album. It's yeah. very critically acclaimed, but also like the fans. Okay. Um, so how much is a dollar worth? Yeah. So how much how much does a dollar cost? Oh, uh, James, uh, uh, Fonseroy. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, Ronald Isley, just instrumentation. Thundercat introduced me to Thundercat. Wesley's Theory, amazing mm. intro. One of the best intros to a thing ever. Mm. I think. I think. Period. Because it's just so many layers. The bass line is crazy. The the lyrics are crazy. At first, I did love you like that. The nuance of that, like whether he's talking about the love of rapping, the love of a person, the love of a thing, and it's just like multiple triple on multiple entendres in terms of meaning and mm. just like that and that influences like how i write and how i do things and how i create art and everything but and so um, this song in particular has yes uh, this, this song in particular has saved my life so basically what you're supposed to glean from this song is he goes through how um he calls it a transient but basically like a homeless person or someone of like um someone who just didn't have anything and he's just asking for one dollar and it's kind of like um, similar structure to how like a parable from like a Bible verse works out. And basically he goes through um, how he himself didn't want to 
like surrender a dollar and like was like why would you keep on asking me like come on like leave it a go leave it alone and all all um all the person wants is just like one dollar um and he's just talking about all the ways in which like he had to work nail to the bone to like get that and how he himself uh views this person as like you know if i can do it why can't you do it and later on it's revealed that like that one homeless person was was god himself <laughs> in mm. in the form of of a homeless person just to just to be like a test um to see how willing he was to um how willing he was to do the right thing and um work altruistically and mm. that song uh he ends up failing <laughs> which is a crazy thing so he ends up not giving the dollar he reveals himself mm. and he's just like man i'm just a clown like what i just need a redemption at this point which leads into mama which is then uh mama is a reference to africa itself and how mm. he has to return how he took a trip he did take a trip down to africa um rather cliche thing at this point but people go back to africa and be like oh wow i found the homeland and everything but it's it's a it's definitely uh a, a, a question of of um intention or a question of um of um how someone mm -hmm. views themselves in relation to like where they from from the diaspora like my family comes from like the caribbean and obviously i know how they ended up there mm -hmm. so it's just like a relationship with where does your ancestry come from where does your identity come from where does all that type of um where does all that like energy kind of transfer from and trying to connect with a past and deal with like colonialism and deal with all the all the isms that are like from society generally mm. but um yeah so in the song mama he goes back and it's him trying to observe and being called uh, it's a new call of action which is like how would i spread this good message and basically like spread the gospel after after having been humbled and how much mm -hmm. a dollar cost now i bring up how much a dollar cost because um literally i was on a train one time and um just uh, just like my insight just to kind of take it back mm -hmm. um just be more altruistic and you never know um i'm a usually pretty giving person i usually keep it on the low i don't usually keep it on mm -hmm. i don't usually brag about like having giving a homeless person like a dollar or something i think that's very personal mm -hmm. but um yeah so one time i was on the train uh this guy um he was asking for a dollar so i was just like you know what whatever just gave him a dollar and yeah so then he pulls out a knife <laughs> on the train this is i tell the story all the time he pulls out a knife on the train and he's just like he swings it like this um i'm doing like a little cyclical motion but he goes like that and he's like man i would have had to stab somebody on the train if i didn't get this dollar but thank you and then just dips out the train and I was just like, wow. <laughs> I was just wow. like, I was just like, what? wow. That's yeah. fucking intense. Yeah. Where like, were you? What line was it? This was the five. This was the two line, I think. Okay. Two, two what, line. Was it like late at night? Or? Were you no, this was like broad. This was heading into work. What? Yeah, heading into work. It was like an early shift. It was an early shift. And I caught and I was just like, wow. Wow. Yeah. But like little things when like that. When was that? Um, I don't remember. Like 20 had to be like 2020 like fall or something it was like i don't even remember the time it was oh definitely like God. i just remember i remember like the place where we were being like completely empty that day so i th i don't but i don't think there was like wow you know how the pandemic there was like a lot of nail mm -hmm. stuff like in the area mm -hmm. so um i don't think it was like that so i think it was past that point but some wow some relatively recently 
But yeah, that like is... I know just like experiences like that. And it's just like, you know, art saved my life just being altru- altruistic. <laughs> <laughs> that's a literal case. That's a literal case. Hey. Literally. That's wow. A li- that's a literal one. But just um, that shows the importance of art in general. And I see it all the time when we talk in like the podcast or whether we like talk generally. Um, you never know what you put out, how it affects people and the different ways that mm-hmm. um, you do things. And that like gives insight in how you should create. And you should, I feel like you should create from a place altruistically. And um, yeah. And I love like the technical aspects of things. Like you can hear me like, oh yeah, I love the flow. I love the way he com- converts like the cadence and the way that they did the mixing and the tracks. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, they made something that made me feel something. Oh, and yeah. I feel like whether it be like in the photography I do or like in the music I want to do um, in like the pages that I write, um, the poetry that I write, um, any project just to make somebody feel something or make them feel something is one. And then I think you get mastery when you make them feel the desired thing that you want them to feel mm. um, uh, at a particular like set of circumstances and i feel like as time goes on um just being able to add different layers and everything just lets you as a person like fully like express that and i feel like a lot of um expression is an outlet for like feelings and coming to terms with yourself and Mm -hmm. um yeah with um the isaiah rashad album as well um before we hold on one second one second i want to go oh my god the uh i know i picked two complicated albums no no no, i want to go back to that because that's why i was on my phone i was searching i don't remember it oh god i don't know Mm -hmm. Uh, it's i think it's a um to make a connection i think it's Mm -hmm. it's a a bible a bible verse where um a guy is waiting on god and he gets like a visit from like three strangers asking for food and they're like and he's like no no i'm saving this for jesus or whatever and yeah. then at the end uh it's revealed to him that all those strangers were jesus he's like i came to you three times and you didn't share I, oh my god yeah I, mm. I already know who's gonna who's gonna chew me out for not knowing that but <laughs> yeah fuck. but it's it's okay we're 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 off the dome in this no notes uh very very truthfully but very but you know doesn't have to be perfect. It has to be heartfelt. <laughs> but um, yeah. So with, with that, a lot of inspiration. That's what I'm saying. Artists take up from a lot of inspiration. Like we talk about in the AI episode, like um, a lot, like AI machines and deep learning. They take from a repository, and basically, like we are as artists take from repositories and pools of knowledge that we come from our experience and then create something completely new for ourselves. Um. And that's mm. that. That's where like our, a lot of our art comes from, and a lot of like things like even with like the, the James Dean, James Dean, uh, thing. You were like, wow, it's a finite thing, but it's a wealth of knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, a, it's a repository yeah. of, of art. Mm-hmm. But same with you. It was like it was just like, like uh, it was just like there's so much content, and it was just like I can explore this world forever, and like mm-hmm. with unison of different type of topics and everything, um, I can I can glean this type of insight and knowledge and everything. So I was just like, wow. Mm. Um, I see for the squad lyrics. Yeah, for the squad, I love the I love shout out the music video. Um, it's um I felt this a lot of times, but it's basically like um, it's a music video. He's just on the boardwalk. I think it's with his uh with uh one of his children, or just the actor like 
um, for just um, just purposes, uh, just to make it make sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's basically like the value of each person on the boardwalk is like left on top of their head, and it's just like um, how much money they have in like their pocket, mm-hmm. like at the given moment. And I think he's walking around with like zero dollars, but he's just chilling with the sun. And everyone's just like has more oh, wealth, yeah, and then he yeah, just yeah, like, I've seen that. Yeah, and it's yeah. very like it's just very just walking about, very simple videos, just mm-hmm. walking about, and it was just like you know, it it reveals to um, you know that you can have fun, um, regardless of the amount of money, and also like how he felt during the time, like man, I was like dead broke, and it's just like trying to, and de- he was he, he during this time he said he had like lost like so much, he had like nothing, he was like sleeping on couches if I remember correctly, like he was. He was just mm. trying to recover. He released that album uh, like as a f- free artist or whatever. No, 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 no. Song? He was he was on the label. Oh, so okay, that's okay. the that's the other thing. Like you could be on the label, but I mean, if you're not releasing anything, you're not really going on tours. You're not mm. really making revenue. I mean, the label yeah. was genuine enough, and like they worked with him and they believe in. Who's he like, signed with? Uh, he signed with TD, so the same label as Kendrick Lamar. Hey. Um, they I think they have different distribution labels. If I'm correct, but uh. I don't even know. I don't want to speak to that. But, um, hmm. yeah, so um, let me see. Yeah, he's like, there's so many There's so many lines. Like, he's, he's like, if I can pay my bills, I'm good. I'm coming over. Found a message in, in my bottle. Your son is coming up. By the beer, by ear, by boo, my Yari saying, you and nothing but my baby. Your fear is growing up. Listen here, I say my do, what you call it. It was heaven at the bottom and peace from throwing up. By the hmm. beer, by... By ear, by boo, my yard is saying, you ain't nothing but a baby. Your fear is growing up. So it's like he's talking to his son, but then he's really just talking to himself. And I feel like whenever whenever, like you have a genuine like art connection, or usually like songwriters or anybody, for instance, I feel like when you talk to somebody else, you're really just talking to yourself. <laughs> and much, it just, yeah. it's, like yeah. a re- it's like a reflection of, of, uh, of um, deeper questions that you have for yourself, especially when you ask like questions like, how did this influence you? Because then... You want to figure out how it influences, how it would mm-hmm. influence you or trying to get in somebody else's shoes. And I feel like art is like a good medium for that. Any form of art, just basically trying to get into somebody else's perspective. Yeah. Trying to make connections. Yeah. And, and, you know, through understanding. It's it's the same type of existential like question like, oh, man, I can never know someone else's experience and I don't want to be alone in experience and trying to connect via that way. Mm. Um, he says, you know, I think the sunshine should feel how I feel. How I feel. I think the nighttime, the moon should call my phone, hit my line. I'm here for you on the east side. Shame, shame on us. Rain, come on now. I figure the mood. I figure, like mm, I, he's fucking ve- love I figure. It. I figure. I have to listen to this album. Yeah, very. It's very poetic, and I love that. Um, sometimes when I write, I try to be as explicit as possible. But I find like in the poetic, uh, and the more, uh, I guess elusive the meaning sometimes, mm-hmm. um the more the more potent or like even if you say something very simple mm-hmm. um so I've, I've like my favorite lines be like people like oh my gosh what about the double entendre lines i love those those are great mm. but it's those simple lines like um um remember that 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 four five four song um ice age i was mm-hmm. talking about it last time off off the mic but um but yeah i just love that um that song is a very, very like sad song, but is very like optimistic and very childish. And I like when rappers mm. deal with like the adolescence of like wanting to be like a rock star, wanting to be like a kid and everything. 
while also balancing like their nihilism or everything. Because like one of the biggest lines in hip hop is like Lysovich and then you die. So nihilism is assent is like essential to hip hop in general. So like um yeah. You would um, say that's a, a uh verbal cornerstone of hip hop? Uh yeah, because it speaks to a lot of the I feel like this is just a central thing to um existentialism <laughs> and how True, really. and, yeah and how um how uh culture just like this is the atmosphere of the culture at, at, in modern mm. times that's just the modern era past like 1945 when the <laughs> if you if you want to for my postmodernism like critiquers like yeah when they, when they dropped the atomic bomb we were just like oh my gosh we could kill <laughs> we could finish it all but yeah wow a lot of all right ones. so uh the sun's tirade yeah. Interesting. Interesting. And to Pimp a Butterfly. And to Pimp a Butterfly. Butterfly. Those yeah. ones are tied for art that saved me. There's a lot of art that touches or influences my art. It's too, too many things. Um, mm. And it changes on a daily basis. And uh, I mean, yeah. listening to so much music, of course it does. Yeah, <laughs> I listen I listen to so much. And I'd be, um, there's a thing when you, um, the alchemist talks about it. It's like crate digging. It's basically digging in vinyl crates and just mm-hmm. like listening to stuff. So there's yeah, like so there's some songs that are not even on streaming service services that I like listen to that I like play with. Sometimes I listen mm. to songs at two times speed. Like there's so many ways to just like two times speed, yeah. slow down, slowed and reverb, chopped and screwed. Uh, there's so many ways to listen to the same thing, and there's so many different like frequencies that it just like like the weight of my heart is with my ears, honestly. Hey. <laughs> and I hope I hope with like whoever's still listening at this point, because I think we have to wrap it up soon. Yeah. Um, just hopes that uh, I hope that uh, you feel you feel us and the uh, the energy in the room from just the way we speak and mm. the weight of your heart is from your ears. And I, I'm gonna leave it right there. Oh, hey. boom. Damn, that was dope. I like that. I like that. <laughs> uh, thank yous. Um, it's, giving, it's giving professional podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> thank yous. Thank you. Thank yous. Um, uh, I'll go first. Uh, let's hear it. Thank you to Childish Cambino and, and all the artists on the list that continue to, to grow and challenge us and... You know, for being damn brave enough to just put your work out there and put yourselves yes. out there mm-hmm. uh, and, and show us you can be vulnerable. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's OK to be all these things and not have shit figured out. You know, yeah. appreciate that. Facts. Facts. Uh, yeah, I would I would really just tie it into, as you said, those with with bravery to shout out to those who show up. Think yeah. if uh, think if Childish Gambino never showed up to that photo shoot or to the music video uh, that is on your shirt, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if James Z never showed up for the the audition for Rebel Without a Cause, and if mm. Isaiah Rashad never showed up to, you know, yeah. whatever endeavors he was in at the time. Yeah. So that, that that's my or yeah, my, my shout out and thank you. Shout out to the peep the unforeseen heroes that make it all possible. Mm. So the people that work behind the camera, the photographers, the videographers. The yeah. people that we don't remember their names, but their work lives. But they were there. But they were there. And they're they they're were, tied into the DNA of the product. Yeah, because that that they're basically facilitating the artist and how he or she or they or whatever come about in this world. And um, yeah, shout out to the artists too. Um, yeah. Shout out to people being vulnerable and recruiting those facilitators so that they themselves can create a world and meaning. Facts. 
Love to hear it. Hey. Uh, y- yo, if any, yo, how about this? If anybody's listening still, <laughs> then you get to choose exactly what we talk about next yeah. or a future podcast. We also you have, literally a, we also have a handshake. We have an email. We have all this stuff. Like we're getting stuff together. Like this is great. Oh, yes. we'll, we'll, we'll plug it in. We'll, we'll plug yeah. it in. Uh, like right as we hop okay. into the next. Yeah, like we got. We have an email. We have descriptions and everything. Right. But we yo, is that a timeless offer? If you make it this far, it's like a voucher. Then you can be like, yo, I know episode <laughs> yeah, five. Bro. Remember when I said I could choose <laughs> yeah. topic? Oh my gosh, we may have to cut that out because what if they, we split this in two? <laughs> oh no, we're gonna make this one. I, th- I, think, I think one whopper. Oh, I couldn't even guess what we're at. Two hour mark. Okay, nice. honestly, we're you like know what? I thought you we were a little over. So not no, bad. no, bad. no time limits. You know, I feel like yeah. We'll get it out. No but, time, um, li- no time limits for something that's timeless. Hey, we spit, we spit, we spit. We're barred up over here. And barred on that up. note, gentlemen, I think that about concludes. Woo, barred uh-huh. up with the bards. <laughs> Thank you, folks. <laughs> You've been a sensational, <laughs> invisible audience. <laughs> Peace.